Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Red Deer Originals. Woo, woo, woo. This episode of the podcast brought to you by Industry Skate and Snow. Industry Skate and Snow, locally forged. And guess what? They're moving this fall, 2019. They're moving from the downtown Red Deer shop, where you probably know them from, to Bauer Plaza. Bauer Plaza, up on the south end, kind of just across the street from the mall, to the south of the mall. Uh, they're going to be at 232550 Avenue Unit number 100. And that is where they will be. Tim has been furiously working down there, ripping out some walls, doing some stuff, along with his darling wife, Julia. So make sure you go and check them out. And you can check them out online at online, Lime? at theindustryshop.com. They have all your stuff. And you can do some shopping on there, even if you want to. Go through, check out their merchandise, see what they can offer you. Oh, yeah, look at that. They got hats, they got pins, they got skate tools, they got bearings, hardware, skateboards. All the goods. All the goods are on there. Super cool. Check them out. I recommend it. Also, we are brought to you by Prairie Gold Pastures Meats. Prairie Gold Pastured Meats is online at Prairie Gold Pastured or PrairieGoldMeats.ca. Their 2019 beef shares are on sale now, already 50% sold out. And if you don't know about this, I recommend it. Everybody eats meat, not everybody, but if you enjoy meat, you want to eat good meat. And this is 100% grass fed, grass fed finished beef and it is amazing and it's 10 times better than what you buy in the store and it's maybe a tiny bit more expensive but not really it's about the samey and it's a good eating experience i recommend it and i recommend you checking out the podcast i did with the herdsman blake hall he is a freaking amazing dude and yeah, they're doing it up out there. I recommend you check it out. They are all about the environment with their um, sustain- sustainable way of raising their meat, raising their herd, doing it all up proper. So check it out. And just go to the website if you want more info. Prairie Gold, pra- Prairie, pr- bleh, can't talk, prairiegoldmeats.ca check it out my guest on the podcast today is my friend liam dawson liam dawson is a young buck who is a amazing skateboarder in red deer he can do some incredible maneuvers um first time i met liam was honestly through instagram and he was doing i had a contest on the Salvation Skateboards page called Flunt Front, I can't talk today, Front Blunt Fridays. And he did a frontside blunt slide down the park rail, seven stair park rail at the new Glendale Skate Park. And it was sick. So that's where I met him first. I think I still owe him a hoodie for it or something. I'll have to get one. But yeah, it was super fun talking to him and I enjoyed it. And I hope you will enjoy it as well. And now, check out 
Liam Dawson. Now the tension. Another day, another dollar. Yeah. Um, Balling over. The day control. just begins. Yeah. What time do you work? PM. What time do you work till? Till 10 p.m. Okay. And what I time do you start? Uh, three. Oh, it's nice. usually pretty consistent that way. Yeah. So the day just begins after 10, and the real work starts. <laughs> right on. The real job begins. Cool. Well, that sounds great. So yeah, I've been spending a lot of time. Doing things after hours, yeah, like at past midnight, etc. However, it's kind of lame because mm, the morning. I don't know. Like if you work, if you work three to ten, so to speak, mm-hmm. you'd want to get up earlier, yeah, to just kind of get your like dreams out of the way. You Fair enough. Say. Like yeah. your yeah. your stimulation, yeah, um, done first. Like go outside. Breathe the air. It's nice and sunny. <laughs> yeah. Sit down in like some grass. And like get your head right. Mm-hmm. Make sure you you yeah. you feel like you've you've uh you've done your job as I guess a being of to stimulate yourself mm-hmm. so that when you do when you are needing to get somewhere yeah. in clock hours, your brain is settled because of what you've just done. So that you can get into it a lot better, like more engagingly, because like you you, yeah. you solved your solution, you solved your problems for yourself. Mm. Your head's clear. I like it. Now you can go share for some do somebody else's job. Right. Sounds like a big process to get ready no, to work. Yeah. Kind of. Not really. It's just like you got to get the fun in first. Yeah. Or somehow. If you can, or after. Um. I don't know. I guess what, uh, quote, priming, <laughs> like priming, priming yourself before you start to, before. Yeah. But I guess it's just what do you like to do? Mm-hmm. Like, do you like to sit still? No. And like, not really. Acknowledge that you are not that big and then you can feel better. Yeah. I guess that's, so like, I guess looking at water and watching it stream down the river or the sun in the sky mm-hmm. feels good it does because it's like calm yeah and that's i feel like an essential ingredient into uh entering chaos yeah <sighs> but so so yeah night owl and I, actually <laughs> funny fact is i'm not doing any of those things that's why i bring it up mm. currently i'm uh, like going to sleep at like two or three. Oh dang! And then like 
sleeping in and yeah. bypassing all those like essential ingredients that I want to be a part of, like want to do, mm. but it's just, I'm not, Yeah, that's t- I just like, feel like I'm cutting it my night. Like I'm just cutting my day too short if I go to sleep immediately after work. But, but yeah, it's just like, I'm not wiring my brain right now to give me that early mm-hmm. morning hour to do those things that I enjoy. Yeah. But I started doing a shift like that. It's like the, I guess I'm, I'm a night owl and a morning person. Yeah. And like, it just, the cards are laid out for me to be more of a night owl right now. Right. So the discipline is kind of off. Mm. So I'm taking it, but it's also not as satisfying to know that I'm spending most of the summer days or, uh, the nights at nights, you know, yeah. which is like not the purpose of summer, but uh, it's still it's stimulating. Tough, I'll take sure. it. I'll yeah. take it. Um, there's many more years to come. Yeah. It's different. Keep, it's, can keep pushing yeah i'll I'll get i'll I'll be good (laughs) (laughs) it's different man like i started working a a evening shift at my work too 1 30 till 10 and it's Mm -hmm. it's like it's well it is what it is you just got to do what you got to do but it's it's hard to be somewhere when it's nice outside Mm -hmm. inside like working especially in the summer because it's like man like i'm just wasting away my whole Mm-hmm. evening time but i try to treat those days like a full day so like usually when i work those shifts i like i still try to wake up by like eight or nine mm-hmm. and then do a few things before i got to go to work and then when i get home depending on the day some days i go to the gym after work because it's open mm-hmm. 24 hours a day now and so i do that and i get home by like midnight and then i try to go like right to sleep because mm-hmm. then I can try to get up. Because if you treat it like a whole day, I find I get the most out of the day. But it's hard. Because, like, yeah. I've stayed up till like, 2 or 3, though. Just been like, I need to unwind. It's kind of then interesting, too. Like, if you're hanging out around, if you're yeah. going around Red Deer yeah. at night, it's super vacant. Yeah, Nobody's it's really trippy. I've done that for a long time. You can, you can skate in the middle of the road on any road. Yeah. And it's, and it's even more interesting when you're with your friends skating around red deer at night mm-hmm. because it's just so vacant like it's it's pretty it's, sick it's refreshing it's been years since i've done that but like the last time i remember doing that oh my gosh it's really a long time ago like six or seven years ago mm-hmm. maybe eight yeah long time tony and i went out like we left my house oh was it here or highland green I don't remember. But we went somewhere, maybe from his house. He lived up in Oro Park. And we went from his house and just, like, skated, like, down the hill, down into downtown. And we decided that we wanted to do, we each had to do, like, ten tricks. Like, we had to, like, find ten things to skate and do, like, ten things we hadn't done before on, like, a spot. So we, like, it -hmm. took a few hours. But, like, we just skated around and, like... I did a 50-50 on, like, the walking, on, like, the bridge, on, like, the end of the yeah, ledge. Yeah. Like, that That's wild. It's so steep. It's sweet. <laughs> yeah, it's sweet. Wow. I was like, oh, this is awesome. So, like, it was just fun, but, like, yeah, I haven't done that for a long time. It's funny, because I just, no, not that spot, a little over. Just recently, I went down there at night mm. um, with Alan and Chris all the way to, like, Thurber area. Oh, yeah. And um, it was really, it was fun. Yeah. It's a good cruise. It's, For not, sure. it's not even that far. Like, we all had skate wheels on. And 
Oh, nice. Like bigger ones? Small wheels. Oh, really? We're just crushing through it, yeah. Nice. It's fun. Yeah. Big marathon. It's just skate. cool because it's just like you, your yeah. friends, no other really distraction. For sure. But, yeah, interesting. Man, it's... I was thinking it's cool that you went to the... That you are going to the gym in... Uh, well, I have Cause, to. Because yeah. I think... Um, Getting old. It'd be good <laughs> to do that. To, mm-hmm. like, get your bones prepared for, like, slams. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Like, build your muscles. Oh, it's Tim. And, and a lot of the time, if Yo. you don't build your muscles correctly or well... Um, and you're not eating right, it's just gonna, your muscles are gonna start burning the fats. You atrophy. And I, sure. th- I think I've like went through that. Right. Um, the first time I was in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And I'd also eat sugar to like, oh, kind of, to sugar. like, not to suppress <laughs> the hunger, but I was hungry and like, I was, I knew I wasn't gonna make food until I got home. Right. So I'd take, i just eat candy. Yeah. Grab a Snickers. Definitely slow down that. I eat like black licorice with like syrup and like what? all the sugar, all that stuff is no in way. there. And it's really bad for you. <laughs> and I just go crazy and crush the bag on the train home or something. Oh yeah. And then uh, so that sugar hit. And then I get home and then uh, the crash would hit and you just like wouldn't get to the food as quickly. Yeah. Because you just now you're just in your feelings. Mm. Like the sugar crashes hit. Oh like, man. Empty stomach. Boom, boom, like, just downhill. Yeah. And uh, that's not good for the psych, and it's also not good for, like, the the the, the muscles, because now your body's just, you just skated so hard. Mm-hmm. Even on an empty stomach, you're still skating, just because it's fun, you got music, you're, like, oh, yeah. super amped up. Yeah. Like, in, I guess, super motivated. Yeah. By all the tricks you're doing, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then all that muscle is just burning off, and then, boom, next thing you know just injury because you have no strength yeah you burn that i think that was a contribution to breaking my scaphoid oh yeah so like did you break both of your scaphoids yeah really one first and then the other but the one first happened in red deer at glendale oh no way and it just was a small pain and it went went away like in like two seconds like a minute okay it's gone you're like oh that's it's all good like yeah it's one of those sneaky sneaky fractures totally and, um, but then the second one was immediate. I was in my hometown at the skate park and I did like just a no slide stuck pretty hard. Oh, no way. Ooh. And just slipped back and put my hand out to support myself and it just boom. Yeah. Pain. Hmm. And then, but I knew it was way, way, it was definitely broken because, or something was wrong with it because it happened immediately. Yeah. So like, it's kind of like the scaphoids has a mind of its own where it's just like, do I want to be sneaky and blow this guy's hands out or do I want to <laughs> do I want to blow this guy's hand out and like basically let him know yeah right that it's bro I think it's messed up Ooh. so it's like yeah it can go both ways that's and crazy. I got yeah. I got each for the right was the sneaky and the left was like the blown out I you broke know it, it. Yeah. yeah I tried to go to sleep that night in um my uncle's basement on Colburn Road Sarnia Ontario I don't know why yeah like blocks away from the lake Mm-hmm. Um, and I was sleeping in a reclined chair, but it, it was barely reclined, and <laughs> I had my amazing. broken wrist yeah. on like the the uh, that looks good yeah. on the uh, armrest, and it just was not laying flat. Oh yeah, and so it's hurting so much. I woke up like four times the same oh, during dude. the night, and just like oh, it's getting worse. It's That's getting heavy. worse. Like wake up again. Yeah. Oh, it's heavier. It's like 
more swollen. Finally, the next day, you go to the hospital, get it solved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they have to, like, set it or anything, or they just, like... They had to, like, wrap okay. it, and then I had, to oh, okay. it. I had to get, like, the whole cast later on. Yeah. Yeah. But I never got a cast for the right, so it's, but they're both, like, it's, it's inevitable to fall skateboarding, so they're both, like, abrased a lot. Yeah. There's not really a solution here, I know. So what do you it's do? It's frustrating. Like, when, when you're, like, thinking about trying something hard, and you're like, okay, I just gotta try not to put my hands... Yeah. It's like, that like, sucks. It's like brain is my brain is programmed to fall on my like my elbow or like the the side of my palm. Try to roll it out somehow and like just, avoid yeah. the the 90 degree yeah, the, placement the, on the concrete. Oh. And it, and it, it actually it's it it, wor- it like it's doesn't really work mm-hmm. because you're still going to f- have pain if you fall closely enough to your hand yeah, even yeah. if it isn't your hand on the ground. Yeah. Anything close to that, to that 90 degree, even like 45 degrees might hurt, mm. depending on the impact. But, yeah, so it's like you got to be kind of strategic with it. Yeah. But now my brain's programmed that way. For but, sure. But it's also just, um, it's not a good feeling because you don't want that discomfort, especially no. when you're like, you know, you're, you know it's, an, it's an inevitable activity to fall on. Oh, it's bound and, to happen for sure. And to yeah. to understand that it's just like you can't really avoid it, so it's always a gamble when you do skate. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. It's skateboarding stimulating regardless, so you just t- deal with it. Yes, dude. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's hard to. It's hard to not skateboard when it's. I know. I've done like. like man. At least I know. Like <laughs> I, I guess what I'm saying. I'm saying. Ne- um, it's hard not to skateboard, yeah, but yeah, I guess it puts into pers- injury puts into perspective long term like sustainability. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, I guess skateboarding um, is more of a stimulation activity, not a career. And I don't think it can be just because of how tossed my injury is. Right, I can't like keep breaking the ice onto progression progression like get gnarlier gnarlier mm-hmm. and a lot of the things i do like i grew up skating stairs like hucking myself like getting tricks yeah and it was always a good time mm-hmm. but i can't i have to be choose wisely so i have to progress in criteria that that is kind of a good risk reward yeah and it's kind of frustrating because there's i know there's so much different areas i'd like to skate more of right like or even just do tricks you know you can do but on more aggressive obstacles mm. and I can't really like make that next step as as like frequently because you're worried about yeah is it is it like a worry thing or are you just kind of yeah it's kind it of like a, I'm gonna get it's in the back of your mind it's like, more of like I'm, I'm gonna have to put my hands out yeah yeah so at some point of this right of this um trick mm-hmm. and it's just not gonna be okay so, yeah so I just like strategically progress mm-hmm uh, so the adrenaline's pumping hard enough or like I just know it's it's been a while since I've done like um more fun like I guess gnarly tricks yeah I'll just do it yeah like you, you just gotta land it like you, you gotta, gotta do it you gotta, gotta land gotta it like you, yeah like I don't know <laughs> you're not like I can take a few slams yeah. before I get this it's like no gotta just it's like i guess i guess a good description was that edit tyson made 
of the handrails kind of session. Oh, that was insane. <laughs> Dude, that was insane. And um, That whole thing was nutsy. How many people? Oh, there's only one person watching now. Come on. And so... Come uh, on. <laughs> and so... Um, it's hard to describe. Yeah, I just knew those tricks are doable. Yeah, yeah. The newer ones, I guess. And I knew the likelihood was that I... Like, I felt like the risk was a little lower for me to fall on my hands. Yeah. Because I've done them... Quite yeah. frequently, yeah. So I just took took it. Just need to take it to the seven rail and kind of go with it. Did mm-hmm. I did take a loss to the left hand and did <laughs> on the big spin? Oh, I did hit the that was hit the hand one. once and I just like yeah went again to land it. But right, um, yeah, that was that was a Should we that was one of those situations. Now? Yeah, I might as well close it. And we could start another one. And then people will get back. Oh, we have 10 viewers. That's pretty good. That was awesome. Share. Mm. So we're on there. Sweet. Well, what should we get into? Bit. Should we get into the bare roots? The roots of... Yeah, man. I the evolution of the skateboard. Yeah, because, like, I know very little about, like, where you came from. or yeah. Like, I know you're from Ontario. Yeah. But then you lived in BC as well, in Vancouver. After graduation. Okay. So I was a pure red deer. So let's, yeah, let's go right back to the start, man. Um, well, <laughs> let's go into it. Yeah. So. If we can stay awake here. Let's say I was six time. years old when I was, six years old when I moved into this house yeah. on Lakeshore and Notre Dame. Right, so near the lake, like there's, like, yeah. you can look up your driveway, turn your head to the right. And there's like these like lake houses with long a long driveway. Yeah, it seemed like a pretty good. It was a good neighborhood. Yeah, um, but not, not. Yeah, it was it was nice. It was a good time. For and sure. it was, uh, I lived on a hill, so we'd go snowboarding, like sledding with my brother, um, in the snow. Like have like a, a hill from the backyard to like sled down. Right. My dad would call it like the bobsled run that he made. Mm-hmm. And. Um, but yeah, skating didn't really come into play. I guess till like ten, I got like a X Games VHS, oh, and there was sick. like a luge skating or whatever, like longboarding luge oh, no rides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy, and then it turned into like BMX, like Tony Hawk Lane and nine hundred. It must have been the ninety nine, ninety nine. Yeah, it wasn't ninety seven. X Games, but this would have been like two thousand and like six. When you first saw the nine hundred done. Yeah, it was kind of on thing? the X Games VHS. Yeah, sick by Tony Hawk but I remember seeing that and it's just a face he landed it and the face oh yeah of him was just mouth like wide open it's pretty epic and just like complete shock and that just shook me to the bone kinda yeah I just thought like that was the most amazing thing the crowd was just like yelling and I was I just thought to myself that was like that was the most impressive and great reaction Mm. to skateboarding and the one I, on yeah. the 411 is the one I saw first, and it was like, you know what 411 video magazine is? Yep. Okay. I had a VHS. Like, in grade three, okay. I got a VHS 411 video from my librarian. Oh, sick. What? Yeah. No way. My friends were like, oh, why'd you get it? And I was like, because I like skateboarding more. That's or pretty dope. <laughs> I actually do it. I, or I, I care. That's amazing. I care more. <laughs> but, like, that, um, 
the where I first saw the nine hundred was on that. It was on in like the opening credits with like all the fancy moves, mm-hmm. like the da 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 da, and uh, yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like the crowd screaming reaction was insane. It was so loud. It was like, oh, wow, that was like yeah. that's history right I think there. She Skateboarding did, history, right? She, my aunt actually got me the DVD. She lives in North Vancouver now. Okay. As a hairstylist, which is really awesome. Oh, nice. And uh, she got me like, a little fish board too, like a little Walmart like fish okay. board. It was like that. It was like a quarter of half the size of a real skateboard. Hmm. It was funny. It's like that's not practical, but mm-hmm. cool. Um, yeah, that's something. And yeah, so it just kind of started from that. But I think it was even before that. I got a Mad Cat skateboard at the house prior to that. And I used to ride my bicycle around, like hmm. hit little. Hit little like grass bumps on the side of the street to like do jumps off of, and uh, but yeah, I never really. Um, I had you said I used to like skate like on my ass down the road, the mm-hmm. driveway. Mm-hmm. I don't remember that, but so this yeah. was in grade three. This would have been in like grade three, yeah. Wow, maybe no, no, this would have been earlier. No way, because I wasn't going to that school. This. On my riding down like the house and seeing getting a Mad Cat Walmart board for mm-hmm. Christmas would have been like probably like five maybe. Like, oh no! Why would have been like super young? Four or five actually. Yeah. Right? Wow. Because I didn't move into the Notre Dame until I was six, which is weird to think that I have those memories that past because I never yeah. really did the math. Mm-hmm. But yeah, four or five. I remember living as a four-year-old, which is trippy. That never is crazy. Thought, never caught myself like that, but nope. Um. My first memory I can think of was yeah. when I was six years old, and that's mm-hmm. for sure the first one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, nothing before that. So I guess it all, I just had the board around all the time, and like eventually I just started to use it. Sick. But it, I think the game really changed when I was just talking. My We had in the basement of my the house in Nor- on Notre Dame, mm-hmm. was, had a big basement with a tall roof. Yeah. And there was, we had like carpet, and then we had a little computer for the, a little TV for the GameCube that we, me and my brother pitched 50 bucks each EB game gift cards Sick. on. Yeah. And then we had a little train station, little train set that you could like electrically drive the trains my brother would do, which was cool. And, and then we just had carpet. And I remember hmm. one day just asking my dad, can we build, can we rip the carpet out so I can skate in it? No way. That's awesome. And literally just no question. Yeah. Yeah, like, do it. Yeah. That's sweet. All right. No way. <laughs> Might as well make use of it. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't really, it was just kind of storage and boxes and stuff. Right. There's a lot of space. And then it just went from there. We had a, we just started gathering features. Yeah. Like, um, like, like built, because he's, he's a handy guy. Like, he did a lot of, a lot of the uh, renovations for the house, oh, electricals, the nice. cutting out walls. Yeah. And he has like a lot of tickets and like the trades, like oh sweet, pipes, pipe fitting, yeah, uh, carpentry, mm-hmm. etc., electrical, yeah. And so he just built stuff for me yeah. if I had like a question. That's awesome. I just like, you know, this, you nice. know. But yeah, so just kind of collected some features, and then I think the first thing was like a fl- gray flat bar from his coworker. Oh, nice. And then I had a, and then the. The first one I got that got built, I don't know how long it took to get built, but it felt like a, like half a year mm. to take, make it get built. Probably would have been like a month, maybe. 
right then but it took forever and it's just like like my dad got his coworker to weld the flat bar for me sweet and uh maybe because i was so anticipating it it just took forever but for I finally sure got it, it always feels like i oh couldn't God. use it right yeah and uh so i'd like put it against like even this is even more wild I had a sandbox and it was built it was just i would ride down my skateboard on we'd flip it open and mm-hmm. the doors would reach this grass right and I'd ride down it and my dad's just like why are you doing that like well <laughs> might as well just make a real one that's and he, awesome he did yeah. which is ridiculous nice and so i used to put the flat bar up to the side of like the mini ramp Okay. To ride onto it. Yeah. It was 50-50 fold, 50-50 fold, 50-50 like fall off the side. And it was never the full thing, which is funny. Um, And it, if it was the full thing, it was just the most exhilarating feeling. So that's probably just like that, that sensation is what keeps you moving forward. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It brings back a lot of memories for sure. That's like weird. when I was skating like back in the day too, like my dad made us flat bars out of like wood with like mm-hmm. a piece of pipe kind of screwed onto the top of it yeah and i remember the first one he he made was so tall it was like way too tall for mm-hmm. anything that we could do i was like oh well, that sucks i <laughs> Actually, can't even get I have, a, I have a really funny story um i think most people could could connect with this is like winter carnivals at like elementary school oh yeah like in on in my hometown it was there was no middle school right yeah there's just sk junior kindergarten through grade eight and then 9 to 12. And in grade 7 or 8, mm-hmm. I got wax. Oh, sick. Like, I went to the winter carnival. My friend's brother. Yeah. Like, this kid I met in grade 4 was um, his older brother. He I met him because this is, like, my first skate friend. Mm-hmm. I'm, I went into the hallway to find, for, like, silent reading. And I met this kid who got sent to the hall mm. for, like, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Being punk clown whatever um he's always kind of a trickster then (laughs) and uh he's the youngest of two older brothers so go figure yeah he just learned so much from them yeah (laughs) and brings it to like the young young kids in his class who are not accustomed to the older brothers right anyways i met this guy and for some reason we talked about skateboarding this was this is like beginning of grade four oh sick and so boom connected with the skate friend met his brothers and his brothers influenced me immensely Mm mm-hmm to do because they were like on a different level yeah not like but like they could do a feeble grind and like oh five that's pretty level. sick and that was just like the most incredible thing hmm so but yeah in like some grade in elementary i his older brother was in like grade seven or eight yeah and he was selling hockey and skateboard wax at the winter carnival where you go to the classroom right. to classroom to do activities yeah stick wax like yeah. wax your hockey and stick and i bought one you i was like it. i was like a bomb. <laughs> this is gonna change my skate. This is gonna bring my skateboarding to the next level. Because I awesome. always needed wax. Like, yeah. I need wax now. This is the time of my life where I need wax. Yeah. And I brought it home that day and put it on the flat bar mm-hmm. and started actually like moving. And that's when I first learned my first board slide. Oh, sweet. Was because of that winter carnival skateboard wax that Curtis Buckridge, <laughs> my friend Aaron Buckridge's middle brother. Shout out um, to that guy. Shout out Aaron Buckridge. <laughs> Curtis, Kyle, we'll to tag him for the inspiration. The yeah, but yeah, sweet. the sell the the wax sale and yeah, the winter carnival school. 
brought me to my first board slide. That's awesome. And it changed the game. It was just like, oh, another one of those like moments where you're just like so stimulated by oh, man. the it's breakthrough. The, yeah, like your first kickflip, your first board slide, all those firsts. And yeah. Just, you, you never forget about that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like I can, I could go right now, like we could drive to the spot where I landed my first click kickflip and I could like point to it and be like, right Mm-hmm. there's where I did the first ever kickflip I've ever done it's crazy like I'll never wow. you never forget stuff like that right yeah. it's cool yeah um, it's pretty cool I, yeah and then uh 13 I had to leave the house my parents divorced okay and um and I remember thinking like the main thing I went to like a counseling thing that I got put into oh no way yeah, yeah like yeah. so what are you gonna like like what are you Blah, blah blah miss gonna miss or whatever I'm just, yeah like the thing I missed was literally said I was gonna miss most was the basement oh dang yeah <laughs> like all the, well, I, was yeah. Like, I was like I wanna yeah I wanna keep using this in the winter yeah right but I didn't I, know, I couldn't really think about the relationship too much exactly I was a little kid I've been through the same thing man like my parents split up like, when I was skateboard s- park yeah my parents <laughs> split up when I was six and we, I did the family counseling thing too and uh, it's just like mm-hmm. you're not really even thinking about that like the Mm -hmm. fact that Mm -hmm. it's weird you start to catch on but and eventually it's like okay but like it's it's like normal if you're living in it though Mm -hmm. right like the only yeah yeah but it's not it's normal but it's not normal the the downside for me was having to move back and forth from like yeah different parts at the same town you're just like it's hardest on the kids for sure you're just like this is like this is kind of yeah, it's just like this is silly, um, dude. Uh, it's but then it's just like that's all almost that was like an inspiration in itself to, uh, I guess keep learning, like keep pushing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So, this the park was gone, and then it's funny because my friends would come. Like my neighbor, one of the second dudes like I met, um, moved into the house across the street. Oh, sick. And he's like a like eleven year old kid, and I was yeah. like thirteen. Yeah, and he's just really good for his age, and so we just click every Sweet. day, every day, every day. We skate, skate the yeah. road, and it like we. I started. I grew up on a that same house had a terrible road, mm-hmm. and then one year later, hallelujah, there's a second road. Oh, nice. There's like a, got paved. And yeah, just, I know. We're just like whoa, the like magic, just this magical like ridiculous how been, how does our street get paid i've been waiting for this, this street to get paid for a long this time is like, this is the most ridiculous reward yeah for two kids who skate oh it's bad because there's always the you couldn't skate the road you couldn't yeah prior to that yeah and uh yeah we just go back and forth skate mm-hmm. skate skate every day we just progress we just push each other basically it's fun we have features and he'd come to the, he'd come into the basement and skate in the winter mm-hmm. he had like a little dvd player to play music it was like mainly like Kiss, okay, uh, Ella <laughs> Funk, uh, what what is it, Black Eyed Peas, oh yeah like yeah, Green Day, yeah, Sum Forty One, oh, okay, and like uh, Huba Stank and Three Days oh, Grace. Yeah, Those Stank. are like the, the rotating so five discs that like got me got me juiced. Which like at that age like four. 13, 12, It's so funny because like none of those are in any skateboard video Mm-mm. ever, never. I don't think there might be even like a Green Day song sprinkled in there no somewhere chance, yeah but like yeah none of that other stuff that was the transition from from uh i went to rap music after that oh, okay and it was just like the most ignorant rap music as oh, like yeah. a grade eight like yeah yeah like little john the east side boys oh, okay yeah uh, like throw it up um that's so funny uh 
boot bia bia. Like, just the most <laughs> raw, like, hood oh, music as a grade 8 kid. And that's kind of probably the reason why I don't, I'm not too lyrical. Yeah. It's because of that influence. Like, it's hard to, you know. Lyrics have never stuck with me. I've never, like, oh, okay. grasped music lyrically. Sweet. It's kind of a weird situation, but. Yeah. I mean. Like, you never just, hear a song just look and it's at like, the influence. Oh, that's so deep. I go, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was too young to even grasp lyrics when I was listening to real artists. And then, right. and then I, when I was coming of age, I listened to lyrically hood music. That, mm. that was all energy. And so now, come date now. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of makes sense that I don't catch lyrics and like search music based on the story. Right. So it's like, that's the approach I take. Mm. Love it or hate it. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it and I. I don't, I'm indifferent to it because I respect both sides. Yeah. Because there's a, there's like, there's a reward in each. For sure. Yeah. It's a funny thing. But I feel like maybe, I I guess it's fine because I read books. Yeah. So that's a good enough story for me. Yeah. But I don't, like, I feel maybe people, a lot of people who might not read probably listen to a lot of music and they listen to the stories amongst the music. Mm -hmm. So that could be like a lot of their influence and ideas come from music right whereas yeah so it's like a balance yeah like you could do both mm-hmm. and be inspired mm-hmm. or you could yeah you could read a book and listen to terrible music or listen to great music lyrically so great music and music not read at all yeah and be like on that balance man which is it weird there's so much bad music out there it's crazy like yeah i i don't know we Maybe this is a dumb story, but we, we uh, the one the one dude at my work who's got like the big stereo on his toolbox. We listen to the Craze one hundred one three, and I hate it so much. It's terrible. <laughs> I like it's I hard put, to listen to the radio. I hate it. I hate it. I will go on abs. I hate it. It's so bad. <laughs> I can't. I don't listen to the radio. I hate it, man. Ugh. I, so I put in my both my headphones and yeah. I just listen to podcasts all day. That's good. But I feel like a dick. You're ahead of the game. I'm, you I'm can't trying. Like a dick. I hate it. But like, I, I feel lame sometimes because like if somebody comes up and talks to me, I have to like mute it because they're like yeah. really good noise canceling headphones. But I just can't stand the radio music, man. Because like on that station, I, I start can't. I start work at seven and I'm done at three thirty, so eight yeah. hours. In that eight hour shift, you'll hear the same song at least four times, at least. Mm-hmm. Plus, it's like it's not it's really so bad. for for a, a youth, you could say. Um, it's just not what the times are, right? For like myself, yeah, at least, yeah. It's it's not, and it, it's probably been on the radio for the last five years. The same music, I think so. Well, like uh, at least if, the era that it's coming from. If you listen to like Z ninety nine. That those songs have been on there for twenty years, yeah, for sure. Easily, so it's, it's weird. It's maybe like, thirty years. It's like they're they're. Um, I guess people 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 do like it. Yeah, it brings them their joy of, of it's, who they are. It's like mind numbing. Which is I awesome. feel like though I don't know, but when, um, it's yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's not as it's. 
it's not as authentic as I feel it could be. Mm-hmm. Or it's overplayed. It's mega overplayed. It's all overplayed. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard so it before. Bad, I've heard dude. it before. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's so bad. I've probably oh. heard it for at least a decade. Yeah. But, uh... So you're 13. It's fascinating. Yeah. The, yeah. The that was 13. Yeah. So you're 13, you're skateboarding with this kid. We're, we're still early, wow. Yeah. We got time. We got, we got time. We have to we're go. We're good, man. Let's keep her going. Okay. So, let's say, let's say, boom, my, my mom moved up north after, like, grade nine. Like, north no, grade Ontario. ten. Grade, grade ten. Mm-hmm. Or grade nine, my end of grade nine, high school, my mom moved up north to Trenton, Belleville, Ontario. Okay. Like, right past Toronto. Okay. Like our uh, north of Toronto. Yeah. Ontario's really nice. Hey? Northern Ontario is quite nice. Yeah. It's more, I guess, dirtier towards the Yeah, south. like, I like it. I was there. It's very busy in certain areas. Yeah. But the, there's awesome, like, there a few years ago. Alora Gorge. I used to go there camping a lot when I was a kid. We'd go tubing down these, like, huge, oh, between these, these, like, uh, crevices, like, the, the gorges. Okay. And there's, like, rapids like you could tube down like gnarly rapids mm-hmm. and keep flowing sweet and you get out and you go back to the campsite but it's oh, insane it was so beautiful yeah, yeah. a lot of trees um the colors of all the trees in the distance when you're on the highway in fall it's so yeah. it's so blended because mm-hmm. it's all pretty pretty um dense i guess yeah there's a lot of stuff going on yeah it's not as like it's nice. not a prairie right mm-hmm. there's a lot there's like if you're not seeing like businesses and commercial stuff, right? You're probably seeing the trees and and getting out of the highway where my Sarnia is. There's like a lot of windmills planted, so there's a lot of windmills leaving that on the highway. Okay. But then yeah, the deeper you get, the more hills there is. It's like quite wavy the north more north you go. Yeah. I haven't really been to like anywhere like like Muskoka or. Uh, We've been to Sault Ste. Marie. There's like a lot of there's nice lakes everywhere. Yeah. Oh, it's good. They have excellent lakes. That's a big bonus. Oh, the lakes. I are love crazy. swimming in the in we went hometown. To, and yeah. in Ontario. Went to Wasaga Beach. Does that sound right? Hmm. Somewhere up there. I used to skimboard a lot too, actually. Oh really? As a kid. No way. It was so fun. Yeah, yeah. We're going to. It looks beach. cool. Port Stanley. Okay. I went to skimboard once and there's like actual good flatland spot oh, instead yeah. of being like a beach shore yeah so you can do like 360 shoves big spins so it's really good it looks gnarly I've seen some falls but I've seen some people do some crazy stuff yeah like super crazy like they, there's different there's like surfing skimboarding and there's flatland the skateboard skimboarding the surfing skimboarding looks they just nuts. run out cause they Flying run out way. like when the wave is like, like a lot of work for oh, a little, little car but they get some guys get buck like they go up and do like airs like 360 yeah. shove and stuff it's crazy yeah it is yeah like I, I saw one on Instagram today a dude does like a like a goes in there's a front side 360 but like a hand shove it really in in yeah. it and like lands but then he doesn't really like he like lands on the board but he just sinks to the whatever yeah. you need another bureau grab sure let's do it funny fact actually Keep going. Is is um this is going back to my mom moving to north, right? Yeah. So she now lives four and a half hour drive and longer if there's traffic in Toronto, right? 
So we're always strategic with that. But in the sense of, yes, it's really far and it's rare that I'll, it's like bi-weekly weekends or long weekends I'll see her yeah. and visit her. I did that all thing too. And so that was kind of strange. It was like, wow, my mom's so distant, like crazy life. It's just like that darkness kind of strikes you a little bit. You start to like ponder your uh, thoughts more. Yeah. Um, it's tough, man. Anyways, so, but yeah, it opened up the doors to new community of skateboarders, like mm-hmm. a larger community, because the community in Sarnia was kind of small. We had a West 49 till I was about like 13, then it closed. Oh, okay. I was actually sponsored by West 49. Oh, no way. On Go Skate Day, me and my friend both got sponsored the same day. Oh, no way. Just so, you were so juiced. Yeah, I got like stickers and t-shirts. <laughs> Alan, Alan could tell you the story, too. Sick. Shout out Alan Inc. for trading me West 49 stickers. Actually, in in three years, no, when I first moved to Red Deer, we were just like, let's trade. But I never used, I never used. Like, we trade, but <laughs> we don't use West 49 stickers. We no. Like, we don't need it. Mm-mm. But yeah, so, that was fun. Mm-hmm. But there was a better community in, in where my mom was staying, and I met some skaters there. Best, best, good skate park, like Concrete Park, Handrails. Yeah. Ontario was at the, the time. The park I grew up in in Sarnia was either a big bull with like bumps okay and then which never used and then the street park was like metal slabs like a fun box border oh yeah and some recycled like ledges right those were pretty angle iron which are fun yeah but the handrail is like half a foot high oh okay but it was cool when you're younger you get good on it like i I think i could heal from front board on those at the time like that was like the best trick um there's a three stair was like the biggest (laughs) that's awesome yeah it was pretty bad um, yeah. And the ground was like sandpaper, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. It was always nice to go there. Yeah. But it's like limiting, right? So you go to like, now that my mom is north, we go to the, went to Belleville, met Jonah Melnick, excellent skater. He was like a little prodigy then too. In a way. At a young age. Um, this, I would have been 15 now. Okay. And so yeah, learning a bunch of tricks there with the guys there going like hitting some spots maybe. Sick. Just like opening up the, the, the doors a little bit more. Yeah. And it was so fun, yeah. Those guys were really fun. It was, like, cool to find another community yeah, to, like, be a part of. For sure. And, uh... The skate community's dope. And it's cool. I even made, like, an edit of them and stuff. I oh, did no some way. filming for Yeah, him. yeah. Yeah. And, uh... But, yeah, like, a year later, when I was 16, my dad's like, okay, been unemployed for, like, eight months. Just to, like, try <laughs> and solve the family, you know? Oh, okay. It wasn't really working... And then, uh, and the job he had after, like, trying to fix the, uh, the, the family, kind of, yeah. was, um, was just all on call, so we'd go out and do things with his kids, us. Okay. And get a phone call, like, blah, blah, it's not working. Drive 20 minutes out to, like, Petroleum, whatever. Oh, okay. Like, waste management, um, unit. Just, oh. like, managing it. Okay. To fix it. And he's just like, this is ridiculous. Like, one time we were watching, like, a snowmobile, like, cross race. Mm-hmm. in my hometown and he got a call from his his work me and my sister were there and he had to leave oh dang so we just watched it by ourselves he had to leave and he came back was like, he like an a hour mechanic? and a half later then, no he's like or... the, he's like the um, boiler management or something like oh, okay. making sure the machines are running smoothly right it was cool me and my brother did like a little orientation there once on how to like run a boiler and stuff Mm-mm. no he just showed us what his work's all about yeah yeah he oh, does okay. it right now. But yeah. 
But yeah, so boom, he's like, this is this is awful. Like, we're moving. And my brother was going to school with my mom, North, at the time. Yeah. So he's like, okay, he's not like, come come back or whatever. So like, we're going we're going to Alberta. He has he has a, his friend he went to college with yeah. moved there like years ago. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, that's like that's like the home. That's like the the best decision because he has, he has one friend here, so that's that's good. Right. <laughs> that's solid. Yeah. And he's his friend's always been talking about it. it's great out here. So he's like, we're leaving. Huh. Like really, I literally just walk in the door after visiting my mom for like a month in July, and he's like, "Yeah, we've just we're leaving. Like we're going moving to Alberta." Right. And I already did my research of Red Deer, like the parks, the indoor, the crews, like YouTube videos were on at the time, and I was like, "Damn, these people are popping off in Red Deer." Yeah. I was like, "Cool." The scene was good. And so when my dad told me that I was like, "We're." Well, like, I was like, kind of. It was pretty. It was like excited, but I was also like shook. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow, I'm just gonna depart from so much and yeah. even my family I'm just gonna leave the family like that's tough and so that's it, at those first two those like that beginning of being in Red Deer like we um, it was just pretty it was just like solitary as hell I don't know why like, like, but the, the real stimulation was at the skate park the school yeah, yeah. school was not even like people weren't really skating mm-hmm. um, Taylor Peters and Alan yeah, the yeah. only dudes at the school, I go to the digital lab all every lunch to like use the computers, Sick. get inspired, blah blah blah. But yeah, it was just like school is not where it's at mm-hmm. because it's just not. The, my friendships are not here. Yeah, all my good friends, all my like, and it was weird to adjust because you're like all my lifetime friends, like friends I've known way longer than anybody here, mm-hmm. are now gone. Mm-hmm. So you're like you have this like weird void that you just lost so much. Yeah. But yeah, it kind of just crazy. kind of got to like a weird darkness area. But uh, obviously, skateboarding is a huge key to to that that tranquility and like that totally, keeping man. the above the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I always was and like the park here is just immensely helpful for progression. Oh it yeah, was so stimulating to like learn tricks. Like yeah, so every day after school is like a forty minute bus ride from Anders to. Red to yeah. Glendale, forty minutes. I would literally just sit there. So I wasn't even that productive on the bus at the time. Yeah. So and then, then back after at the back, it was just like reminiscing about the tricks you did, like yeah, yeah, yeah. getting juiced off of, off of like what you just accomplished. Yeah. Like so what you. year did you move to Red Deer then? Do you remember? Two thousand thirteen. Oh, sick. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you were how old then? Sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, it was weird too because it's hard to develop relationships. Like even like. If you were to have a girlfriend, whatever, is hard because yeah. the cultural change was is huge. I noticed yeah. so much differences in how like people acted. Yeah, I was just a huge observer then, right. which I'm actually really grateful for because helped me out. Like I am who I am now because of observation and oh, yeah. like behavioral study, kind of. Yeah. At the school, like how people p- behave, like people derive value from like a lot of external. Uh, things mm. I, I find a lot of the times instead of like 100%. instead of kind of doing their research building themselves up to f- find value in themselves before yeah the the like added benefit of people associating with you mm-hmm. so that was cool well high school is something else right like you it's such a weird yeah. fake world of you know you're in there for three years and it seems like at the time four years yeah and it seems like it means everything 
period. Yeah, that's that's the thing. When you transition a halfway point, I moved here at the beginning of grade 11. Like August, okay. August yeah. 25th. That's kind of... And then I was just like... I that exactly. And we but... drove here. Me and my dad took, oh, dang. took yeah. the trailer and the truck yeah. and drove two 13-hour days, one 14-hour days. We went across the bridge to uh, Michigan. Yeah. In uh, Sarnia to Michigan. Went from southern United or northern United States through to like uh, Montana and then we crossed from Montana north into uh, Saskatchewan okay and then we drove through the bottom left corner of Saskatchewan into Red Deer yeah and that's how we arrived that's crazy that's a drive and I took some (laughs) did some photography like on the way nice I have some photos actually yeah and uh, yeah we got here friggin Three days later, like long, like long drives. Yeah. And yeah, so saw a lot, but yes. And then, but yeah, the transition from high schools, once you notice the differences, once you realize like this, like moving high schools beginning grade 11, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I understand high school no longer defines me. Oh, dude. Uh, yeah. I, beginning so grade 11, I was like, high school no longer defines me. Yeah. This is not, this is not like. You just dropped everything you thought was good, was real about high school oh, into this sure. new sense of, like, disconnection. But mm-hmm. it was cool because, like, I was, like, I was always attended, always attended high school every day. Never mm-hmm. missed a day. Mm. Maybe didn't retain all the information. Didn't do my homework because if the stimulation isn't at school, I have to be at the skate park to stimulate and then grow. Right. Because otherwise I'm just going to be in my feelings and not feeling good. Okay. So you choose your battles. But, yeah, I was still present every day. Yeah. Just didn't retain the information as effectively because I had to kind of fend for myself, for my my um, peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was great, though, because, like, I remember doing, like, a math test and drawing the most admirable skate park. Like a ruler. <laughs> nice. And just because I didn't know any of the questions, mm-hmm. I was like, well... If, even if I made an attempt, it'd be really, really negative. Oh, okay. So I do, like, the most astonished. Like, I was just so inspired by the skate park I drew. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to do this. Like, hmm. design parks with New Line. Like, life uh, plan. Okay. If I get these yeah, credits, yeah. Yeah. I'll be fine. Like, I don't even have to pass this this grade 12 math because the grade 11, 12 is, is valid for the course I'm going to take. Okay. So, like, Sweet. I still had the, the plans in place, but... Yeah. It's like choose your battles, and like I'm still inspired. I'm still learning by not doing this test. Mm. So you kind of anything. Knew... I'm more inspired and like feel more creative and right. willing. So you kind of knew what you wanted to do, like yeah. after high school. With like that sounds like engineering. I wanted to work with shapes or whatever st- structures. Yeah. yeah, so engineering sort of kind of. Uh, sort of kind. That's not as uh, visual, but yeah. Yeah, yes, in a sense. Right. Not engineering because that's very just design intricate. And architecture, I guess. Yeah. Then. Yeah. But okay. I don't have the credits for architecture. I know. I have to do like landscape architecture, like subpar architecture. Oh yeah. But now I've now I'm in the now I'm even further ahead, I'm like thinking even architects don't really get to do the design process. They don't get to engage no. with the imagery as much. It's kinda of like the last step. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, if I'm if I admire architecture so much how can you engage with it or even engage with architects without being the engineer or the academic 
you know, person. Yeah, yeah. So, but photography would be a gateway. You could do like, you could do like real estate photography for like, mm-hmm. insane empires, corporations. Oh, it's huge ones. It wouldn't be as sure. abstract, but you could still put sneak some abstract photos for yourself while you're getting yeah. paid for like the full image. Yeah. But that's like a, a that's like a sneaky method of engaging with these visuals. Okay. So yeah. But, yeah. But like at the time, it was landscape design. Yeah. Urban planning. That's so Is what I'm gonna cool, go to though. school for yeah. because I want to provide cool landmarks i want to design cool landmarks for skateboarders that'd be sick myself yeah and like the public Mm -hmm. obviously Mm -hmm. but yeah that's what i was doing in math class that's dope though because like that's a big part of skate parks now is it's not just like like if you look at the difference between the old red deer skate park and then glendale skate park Mm -hmm. glendale skate park is built like appealing it's got like a grass section in the center it's It's got that ledge that goes like halfway and then cuts out and then it's got another one that comes back halfway and cuts Mm -hmm. out it's like nice it's like a part of the landscape kind of thing for anybody yeah whereas the old red deer park is like a just a big solid concrete thingy it's wild with no nothing else it's got two benches with brick around them i think it still is brick but, like, there's nothing, like, that makes it, like, oh, that looks nice. It's, like, it's on the side of a hill, I guess, but yeah. there's nothing. It doesn't look nice. So, like, that's come a long way. And I think that's really appealing for cities, especially when you propose yeah, a skate park in a city. Sense. And it's, like, the Forks Plaza, to me, like, the first time I ever heard about, like, the Forks Plaza... And what they did there, how they had, like, benches for people to eat food on, and, like, it was, like, like a part of the park. It wasn't just, like, yeah. a big, mm-hmm. ugly skate park in the middle of nowhere. It was huge, too. Like, it's it's mm-hmm. a huge skate park, and it's, it was, wor- it was like, the biggest one that had been made with, like, this kind of urban landscape mm-hmm. integration thing in mind. That's, so, yeah. it, was, it was a cool example. And it's nice that, like, parks are looking like that all over the place now. Because they look way nicer, and they're way more cool to skate, and, like, it's fun. And, it, like, it looks good on footage, too. Even though it's a skate park, it's like, oh, it's pretty dope, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's... I remember the first time I went to Glendale. Oh, yeah? Uh, I was just so impressed. I was just insanely impressed. Dude, it's a dope park. Um, And, like, thinking, going from my hometown park with the metal slabs and... Yeah, yeah. The not even a skate park not even a concrete place it's okay. just like here's a slab of concrete and you, you buy your stupid corporation fun box and yeah. quarter pipe that that go yeah like every time you ride it um and then to this place with an insanely smooth concrete oh amazing literally I was like wow this place is so good yeah my feet slide on this concrete yeah 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 wow this is impressive yeah, and if you fall, it's like, glide. Yeah, you glide. <laughs> you know, maybe lick a little bit of ice cream on the middle of the glide. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> so you're yeah. here, you're skating. You like red yeah, deer. learned a lot. And then, when did you move to BC for the first bit, and how long were you there for? Um, I went, I left. Well, this is the thing. I went to the contest in Olds. And I went in Medicine Hat before, even during high school, like grade 11. Yeah. Medicine Hat. Yeah. Uh, Olds contest. And I met this one guy 
Jordan Merowich. Okay. And he's from Edmonton, Sherwood Park. Excellent dude. Mm-hmm. Rides transition well, street, and I remember seeing him skate in Medicine Hat. Didn't talk to him at the time, but he was like shirtless riding, and the commentator was just like, "Oh, this guy with big muscles, look at him go!" <laughs> like, yeah. and uh, I just remember thought that was funny, and I remember seeing him next at Olds contest. Yeah, I think I got like second. In that contest, oh, yeah. Tishon, Tishon Anthony from Calgary got. Uh, first, he's in Vancouver now. Okay. Third. But yeah, and I sp- I spoke out to him that at Olds, and I was like, hey, like you're that guy from Medicine Hat or whatever. Look yeah. at the muscles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he just he just laughed about it, and yeah, we just clicked like really good. Personalities meshed really good. He was super open minded and like welcoming. He said, you should come to Edmonton mm-hmm. to come skate street. Whatever, and I was Sick. like, "Oh, that'd be awesome." Like, he's like, "I got this place. You could stay up top." But then no he's way. like, but, cool. "But he's like, yeah. but I'm going to BC like for the next uh, week, in, like next two weeks, so I can't there." And he's like, "But you can come if you want." Yeah. Oh, and I was wow. like, "No way!" So I was like, "Holy shit!" Uh, and then I just, just was like, nowhere. "Yeah." Like I'll ask my dad, <laughs> ask my dad. Like, yeah, you can go. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Yeah, and yeah, so, why not? Like, yeah. Yeah, like, I went for the full week, just probably like 250 bucks. Sick. And... It was cheap. And we... Yeah, the whole trip was the Submersion Tour. Submersion Tour 6. Submersion That's Tour 6. That's what it was. Six. And it's all the Sherwood Park, Calgary dudes, like, some Vancouver guys. No way. Oh, wow. All come... That sounds interesting. All met in... I think we went in Invermere. All these oh, Invermere, dudes went like to Invermere. So, like Edmonton came Park. south to pick me up in mm-hmm. Red Deer. And this is when I went, met Je- Jordan Ettinger. She's friends with Callie Murray. Or no, okay. no, 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 sorry. Jordan Ettinger is like homies with those guys in Edmonton. Yeah. And, uh, but Callie knows uh, his brother. Okay. Or her, her his sister. His sister. Because yeah. he's from Red Deer originally. Right. Which is cool. But yeah, and so we drove to Invermere and we took this, this seven-day trip to uh, through southern BC, skating every day. Yeah. And all these dudes were like five years older than me. Oh, sick! Yeah. And so they're just beers, cigs, like yeah, you know, blah blah blah. Get her going. All a good time, but they're always like hyped on me. I was seventeen at the time, right? Yeah. Um. And yeah, so and then we went through like all those southern BC, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. like Soyuz, Invermere, um, quick Peachland trip. Yeah. Um. We went to Kamloops. We partied in Kamloops. I was 17. I have got like an ID, fake ID. I used <laughs> Brent Gwilt's ID. No way. And got and we just turned up in Kamloops downtown, which is hilarious. Yeah. And I was 17. Oh, I actually like blacked out. I think. No, no way. I just remember Ooh. like a vague taxi ride, and then I woke up on this like, this like hilltop, house with like a bunch of bodies just on the ground. In this oh. house. It was great, but well, at least you're not dead. But yeah, it, it was totally safe. <laughs> it was. It was good. Mm. I do remember the vague taxi ride. I think it was. Like I think I, I remember getting in the taxi and then kind of like everything slowed down. Yeah, but it was great. It was, it was quite funny. Getting and, in a car if you're a little bit. And it was funny because like the next inebriated I, is I, hard. I had a button up, and yeah. my friend ripped it off in the in the bar and oh. put his on and put mine on him. And then the next morning I woke up and he, I was like, whoa, my shirt's a little darker blue. And sure enough, that's 
what, what happened. <laughs> it was just funny. <laughs> That's but, crazy. So that after that, everyone parted, and we went to Vancouver so Jordan could finish filming a part in High Times for Jesse Ludit's oh, yeah. video part. Yeah. Full length. Mm-hmm. So we were in Vancouver for four or five days, I think. It's like two weeks. And that's when I got the taste of Vancouver. And I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, yeah, this is where I'm going to be. Right. I have no reason not, like, I just put the piece together. Like, no reason not to be here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is cool. Like, I have people who can help me, blah, blah, blah. So after that, it was just like when I went through grade 12, it was like, I'm, I know where I'm going. Right. There's no reason for me not to. I'm already, um, I already don't have a home, basically. Right. So I might as well keep moving forward. Okay. To Vancouver. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, I'm, I've already broke the discomfort of being in one place. Um, so that's what I did. Hmm. But yeah, on the way back from Vancouver, we drove full length to Grand Prairie to see a demo. Oh, snap. That's in, a big uh, drive. In in um, Grand Prairie. Chris Haslam, Daniel Espinoza. What? Paul Hart. It was, what? <laughs> and that was like their first time in Canada. So they were just like, this is terrible <laughs> Grand Prairie like, we're like guys That's guys terrible this is not, first impression this is not what Ew. Canada's like yeah but yeah was, there's a YMCA Chris Haslam from Vancouver yeah okay so, so the he, first he knows. in Alberta he knows. in Alberta right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay but oh, yeah so we, the next morning we, we sat on the floor in his house and then the next morning we skated a demo got to meet those guys I actually had a good demo we skated in the demo with those dudes oh no way it was crazy it was pretty gnarly and uh, then we went to the YMCA and right beside it to, like, go on a free surfboarding, like, waveboarding thing. And, like, yeah, yeah. Grover's got a lot of cool it was, stuff it was wild. like that. Yeah. Like, they and, really and f- do. And free jugo juice. <laughs> that's tight. That's funny. But, nice. But, yeah, that's, that was kind of the inspiration of the yeah. decision to, like, the definite Vancouver decision. And then how long were you in Vancouver for then? I was for two years. Oh, no way. Okay. Yeah. But I was out for like two months. Right. In that two-year period. That's not too bad. Yeah. Yeah. And I learned a lot. Like, been, moved, lived oh, in, you, many, lived yeah. in like four different houses over that period of time. Mm-hmm. So I went from like, from like, se- like central, like Main Street, 13th to East Van Joyce. Okay. To Camp- Mount Pleasant, 19th in Canby. And then I was also in North Van for a month the first time I moved there okay uh, when I moved to Vancouver I was in the airport I actually didn't have a place to stay I was in the airport like about to board my flight Ooh, like 20 eight. minutes before my flight I like was like damn I need a last minute resort <laughs> I messaged my aunt and I was like hey like can I have a place to stay and she's like yeah I'll pick you up oh wow <laughs> so then I boarded the plane I'll be there in an hour I was like, oh okay damn. sounds good <laughs> like thanks just about to board this plane like thanks for uh Helping me out. Classic skateboarder style. Hey, it's like, oh yeah, we'll just go and figure it out after. They, yeah. yeah. I was told they'd have a place to like, help me out, but I just didn't get a definite answer, so I just like was like, fuck, I'm still going. Oh man. <laughs> we did all that kind of stuff. Like when Tony and I traveled back in the day, we went from um, England over to... England, yeah. Over to um, the Netherlands. I think I was listening to this yeah. podcast. We went over we to... discussed it. We went to Rotterdam from Amsterdam and we just like we're like hey we'll just take a train to those are probably really cold now but they're still delicious we went over to Rotterdam and we got there like earlier-ish in the day and then we skated around 
and like I don't know ten or eleven at night. We're like, hey, yeah, let's go find this hostel. We're gonna go stay at. We didn't book nothing. No. Didn't even think like I don't know the internet really wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of was, but you didn't have like a smartphone or nothing. It wasn't just no like Airbnb. Boop, boop, boop. You can't just like pop on there and get after it. So we just didn't do that. And then we, like, showed up at, like, this hostel, and it was like, oh, no, it's full. It's like, oh, okay, no problem. So we get the map of, like, where all the hostels are, like, the paper map. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, where's the next one? And we're like, oh, yeah, it's down here, down there, down this street. <laughs> Go to that one. It's also full. We're like, oh, crap. So we start cruising along from there and go to that one. And it's full, too. So we're like, oh, shoot. So now we're like, huh, well, I saw this hotel back there and it was like a nice (laughs) hotel. I'm like, they for sure, right? So we start cruising back towards this hotel and we pass this big stage, like like a street stage. Like there was a street and a sidewalk and then like a, like it was almost Mm -hmm. like a subway station, like raised platform type thing. And we go past there and there's like, 20 people break dancing on it. So we stopped and watched that for like 45 minutes because it was insane. And one of the guys offered us to stay at his place, but we're like, nah, it's all good. We just never met these people before and whatever. We're in some other country. We'll wake up in a bathtub full of ice with no kidneys or something like that. So so we went to the hotel and it was really expensive, but we're like, whatever. We had nothing. We had nothing. Like, it's just the classic skateboarder Oh yeah, we'll just figure it out when we get there, and it's, That's wild. it ends up being terrible. <laughs> but I don't know; it's a good experience. Wake though, up in right? the bathtub like, with no kidneys. Yeah, yeah, yeah we could have. Like this, it, it was like this dude was sketchy, man. Like, <laughs> I didn't. He's like, yeah, you guys can come stay at my house if you want to. You sleep on the floor and whatever. I'm like, uh, I'm break dance. Yeah, I just I didn't feel right Maybe about DJ. it. I didn't feel right because he offered it to us like too quick. Yeah. It just seemed weird, so I was like, no, I'll just, yeah, I'm like, true. no, we'll just go to the, it was like a Holiday Inn in Rotterdam, I think, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, it was fancy, Damn. it was like 200 bucks or something like that for us to stay there for like, we got there at like 1 in the morning too, so it was like, no way. we basically missed Check everything. out our 11, 200 yeah, bucks. pretty much, yeah, it was just like a really nice sleep for, I think it ended up being 100 and some bucks. <laughs> It was, exp- it, was, it was expensive, but it was kind of nice, too, because it was like, we, we weren't eating a lot of food at the time, because we were traveling on a budget, so yeah. we, like, just, like, had got there, and there's, Damn. like, oh, Conan into breakfast next morning, so we took advantage of that and grabbed a bunch of stuff and ate a bunch of stuff, then took some extras and then just skated around. It was crazy. That's awesome. Yeah, it was fun. But that's how we roll, man. That's how we roll. That is. So when you were in Vancouver, were you trying to like get sponsored or seeing if you could make a go of it? Yeah. Type thingy or it's hard to say. Yeah. You just like the skate. I think it was to like actually skate a lot and yeah. kind of like maybe find your way in the mm-hmm. community. Mm-hmm. And it turned out. There's some well. dudes like, out there. De- yeah. I definitely got some offers. Oh no way. Okay. Like skate shops. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, it was it was fun. I don't know. I just skated, you know. Yeah. Be yourself. Plaza all the time because it was close. It was just fun. Yeah, the plaza is just really sick. fun to yeah. skate. Yeah. It just works. And there's just 
it feels right. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's like not the easiest to skate. Yeah, it's chunky. <laughs> there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of lines. To, just so many lines at Plaza. Right. I've never been there actually, but I've seen it lots. But yeah, I guess see. like people have an eye out for you, and they're like, "Oh, you're, just, you're really good. Like, oh, nice style, blah." Right. Right. Yeah. And so, in the time time after, I guess time in time, it just starts to work itself out. Yeah. yeah. And I guess. I don't know. Maybe it's just the authenticity. Okay. Of skate of my skateboarding. Yeah. Kind of pushed me a little forward. Right. Met some good people. Mm-hmm. Phil, I actually, I actually think it was I moved there specifically just to film and like really get the feel of the streets because I've been to Toronto growing up a yeah, lot yeah. of times. I've been to the CN Tower like three times. Right. Canada's Wonderland, like. Um, but I never had the chance to to be my to like live there and skate and engage with the city okay so vancouver was my because of being in red deer was my next best bet that was close enough to fulfill the dreams of what i wanted to do but mm. now i'm in a different place so i have to go to vancouver right to fulfill those skate dreams because every skateboarder wants to be in a city and like do what they do and yeah. like get the, get the whole jungle system in their cell oh yeah and so that's what I went there to do. It was more or less to like fulfill that childhood dream of engaging with the streets mm-hmm. to film, not necessarily to be like like the bet, like pro, et cetera, whatever. Yeah, but it just was just to, like, to like see what could happen. Yeah, it was just like I missed out. I, I moved to Red Deer at the age where I still wasn't able to be sufficient in the city. Like I didn't graduate high school in Ontario. I graduated in Red in here in Red Deer. Yeah. So I had to go to Vancouver. Like, even Calgary. I went to Calgary before Vancouver, and I, but I still thought, I was like, Calgary isn't large enough, mm. like, from what I'm used to. Mm. Like, I used to go to Toronto all the time, like, right. frequently, and be like, yeah, Toronto is insane. And so I can't move to Calgary because from what my perspective is accustomed to, it's not sufficient in, I guess you could say. So I have to I have to go to Vancouver. Crazy. I feel like, I don't know, like, it's just, uh, the density of Calgary when I first went there. When I first went to Calgary, I was like, hmm, it's kind of small. I don't know. Like, it doesn't feel right. Right. Yeah. It's still, there's still, I still see prairie. Yeah. It's not just completely in, in oh, throughout. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. like, in Toronto, it's just like, you're blinded by mm-hmm. everything building and tall. There is no, like, breathing room. Yeah. In Calgary, you, you can still feel it. You can see it. So, you, I, so yeah. I was like, huh, yeah, I, I probably won't move here. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's, um... It's cool, though. Calgary's still awesome. I like Excellent Calgary. city. Yeah, it's dope. It has its purpose. It's got some spots. And you I used to a, go there late at night and skate. I have a, a really awesome friend who lives there now. Oh, He's sweet. from Ranger. Okay. Good man. Doesn't skate, but no? just a great individual. Oh, cool. It's fun to discuss uh, ideas with him. Oh, yeah? Just, like, creative... Um, expression. Okay. You learn from stuff from each other. You bounce ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what do you like? Oh, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You just build off each other's, like, intuition. Yeah. Which is really, um, stimulating. And right. And it's also very, there's a lot of lesson involved. Mm-hmm. So even though he doesn't skate, you still walk away from the visit with a lot of, uh, amb- like, ambition. That was a good right? combo. 
Yeah, you're we're, just like more ambition and like you're more um, clarified on what what your job is. Right. What you need to act on next. Yeah. Yeah. It's One good. of those part. It's people. sweet to have those people in your life that like challenge you to like mm-hmm. move on or do something else. I think or, we like, equally challenge something. each other. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just that's the off skateboarding um, friendship yeah. of like career based like professional thinking yeah that is that stimulates us yeah what do you think you want to do like where where do you see yourself in five years type thing mm. uh because I, I, you're like 20 now right 22 22 okay I'd probably see myself so young <laughs> I don't know you young kids Yes and no. Yeah. Time keeps coming, but... Dude, yeah. There, I, I, I'm trying to settle myself. I'm trying to think, like, hmm. I could keep... I could keep, uh... Pursuing... Like, I, I guess what I, what I see, I could see myself doing in five years is what my intuition fruitions. Okay. Right? Yeah. So I can't necessarily choose what, I, what's gonna, what, what I'm going to be doing in five years, but I can determine, like, create it based on what my <clears throat> my in, like my real drive comes from mm-hmm. which is more or less like I guess business based yeah like how can I serve people how can I help people speak and create a community based off of those mm-hmm. th- those ideas and that's kind of what I want to do yeah but yeah so but that also that just comes from like reading yourself like studying yourself in a manner that helps you determine what is of value for others to listen to. Yeah. And then sharing it with them and kind of creating like maybe um, a, what's it called? A consulting like firm out of it or something. Okay. Just a, a means of serving others. Yeah. To help them cope or discover different ways of thinking about their life. Right. It's not really a tangible career. Mm-hmm. Well, it is, but... Oh, it absolutely can be, for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's, um... I like to create it. Yeah. I can't really pinpoint what it is. Yeah. It's just, it just will... It'll, it's like, of... my career will come based off of my willingness. Yeah. To or my my ambition, yeah. Actually, what compels me the most will be my career. Yeah. But you're not 100 percent sure what that is yet. Oh uh, no, no, and that's fine. Um, but I'm totally excited. I'm totally confident. Yeah. That I, knowingly. Um, will achieve it. For sure, man. Yeah. So it's exciting. I'm very grateful for that but I also like to read a lot of non-fiction fiction though too because it's very entertaining oh yeah it's, it's very best. you can even learn a lot of stuff from fiction but it's good to just kind of but like even read something for fun every once yeah. in a while right which yeah. people, it's funny <laughs> I just like, finished the Harry Potter series did like, you really I, I, I was so late to the wagon but dude I, but yeah, damn I they were done. good finished yeah. them like, a, like January I finished them 
It's crazy because, like, how many of your friends do you figure read books? Um, I have no idea. <laughs> Probably not many. I'm just going to throw it out there. Not that they're dumb guys, but, like, it's a rare thing now to find, like, somebody, somebody. who's just down to read books. Who's down to read books. Like, I, I've read... <laughs> A decent amount of books, but it's mostly most of my reading has been for just information, mm-hmm. and it's like how do I? Uh, it's all been for learning type things, but I haven't read it a lot for fun, which I should more because it's like See, reading is a good it's a good thing, yeah. right? Like reading is a hundred percent rewarding. I think. Yeah, I like to, I like to read. Um, I guess, like, reading helps me determine what is going to be of most value for, like, mm-hmm. a career right. or um, decision-making, but also helps you to train your brain how to manage decisions or, like, behaviors. Yeah. So just to help you um, be more prepared for uncertainty or create more of a clear mind. Yeah. Like a patient mind. So yeah, like, there's a lot of interesting things that you can learn from that. Mm-hmm. Just to, just like, I like reading because it, um, it, it tests your assumptions about, about life and the society we live in. Like it makes you question it, but, it, yeah. but then there's also parts of reading that help you determine what, what, what what um, decisions you should make in your daily life, like, performance-wise. Right. Like, how can you be less overwhelmed because because it's never comforting to be in anxiety and... No, it sucks. ...and overstimulation. Yeah. Because, because it's hard to... It's hard to make your best decisions in those environments. So to, like, strategize ways of living better is, mm-hmm. is really useful mm-hmm. like yeah so and that's kind of what I strive for because you definitely seem just to not get excited about anything just because I, <laughs> I'm I, I felt overwhelmed and yeah very uh, just not in a good place like yeah or isolation um, like yeah just a lot of just I've been through like uh, some enough negativity, you could say, right? Or, or overwhelming, like sad circumstances. Yeah. That the fact that I'm aware of these things, I'm now lear- looking to learn how I can kind of uh, manage myself in mm-hmm. in ways to to help me perform in my best interest. Yeah. And that's why I really enjoy books. Yeah. In a non-fiction world. Hmm. But fiction is like... Fiction is good because... It makes you test your patience... In a... In a entertaining way. Yeah. You're entertaining yourself, but you have to be patient... For those... Visuals to actually form. Totally. And that's like... A, that's cool feel, because yeah. you're I testing feel, yourself. Yeah. And like... If... if yeah, I don't know. It's always a reward to be patient. Mm-hmm. So, it's it like is. it's like a cool process. It's like, hmm, if I can be more, 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 more patient in my life, 
then I will be less and less overwhelmed with, with like stupid things like being in the line, uh, waiting for an order, um, my friends late, like all these things just dissolve because mm. they are of no power over your psyche anymore. No way. Yeah. Okay. And that's like really awesome. Because, yeah. Because why? Why get upset about that? You yeah. have no control over it. Right. Like it's all about, I guess, tolerating. Um, toleration in a mm-hmm. in a world of like external. There's a lot movement. of yeah, like, like the like, weather. Like you're gonna get angry over the weather. Like I know you can't. I, What's the use? I should relax a little bit more about winter, but I hate winter so much now. Mm-hmm. It sucks. But yeah, you can't last, really do anything yeah. about it. Last winter, I walked so far and so much in the winter. Like it wasn't that bad, was it? Just to get out. No, like, it was like negative thirty-five and thirty-six. Oh, like in February from, like, was terrible. From my house to like uh, Starbucks on yeah, yeah. on uh, Taylor. Yeah. Just to get out of the house and get coffee, and, like yeah, do some work. Yeah. Maybe journal, you know. Yeah, yeah. But cool. I had to walk like negative, like thirty six, seven weather. I think That's it was like terrible. it was like wind chill, negative forty. I was just like layered up, bundled up, just like this Go is cold, it. but. In, People did in it the all essence the time of meditation, this is very rewarding. In the yeah. essence of cold therapy, this is very rewarding. Mm. So with that in mind, I'm just like, this cold weather is a gift. And I just <laughs> strive to get to that location. Yeah. It makes people tough, I feel like. Really. Like, if you can get through that, you're like, not like a, you're not like a hard person, but you can deal with a lot more. Yeah. I feel like. Perhaps. I like, I like your your mindset though it's it's really cool like because it is true you, there's so many things that come at you day to day that could really potentially make you anxious about things or stress about mm-hmm. things or whatever but just like thinking that a lot of those little things are really non-consequential it's like mm. you just can kind of just breeze through it yeah. With not you being can't, stressed. Yeah, you can't alter if you can't alter the result of it. Yeah. Then it's only then you're only harming yourself. Right. Because of your reaction. Totally. So you want to like kind of minimize that. Yeah. Lots of people get pretty like pretty wound up about some silly things, right? Mm-hmm. But that's that's so awesome though in 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 the in the sense of Yeah, oh yeah. I think that's a um as an observer, it's really awesome because it's mm-hmm. funny. I don't know. Yeah, it's like comedy. It's good. Uh, it's good. Uh, it's good. Uh, content. Yeah, <laughs> you could say. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, to uh, as an on an observer plane, it's very uh, for sure entertaining. Yeah, because you're like, hmm, like, where you can just manipulate your brain. Mm-hmm. Like in like certain certain people, certain places. I don't know, it's just like you just oh more alert to it. Right. Perhaps. Yeah. But it's rewarding because you're not overwhelmed. Yeah. But then again, like what do you find comedy in? Lots of stuff. What's your what's your comedy? In in, in personality oh, traits, what's your comedy? Oh, like in people? In, in like personality. Like traits of like do you find anger funny do you think do you I think, think uh, sarcasm is funny 
Sometimes. Yeah. If it's not directed at you, it's way better. <laughs> I think, like, um, like watching somebody get angry about something is funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do plan thing, on doing, like... That's why I like observing comedy. those things. Yeah. I, I feel the same way, cause, like, because, like, Yeah. Because the three things for me is, I, I, I think irony is funny. Oh, yeah. I think uh, ignorance is funny. Mm-hmm. And I think sarcasm is funny. Mm-hmm. Just because they're very blunt ways of... of Like, it's very black and white. Mm-hmm. It's almost too rude to be funny. But it right. is funny. Mm-hmm. That's my dark humor, maybe. Right. Like, it's like, very shady to laugh at something that is not funny. Yeah. Like, it could even be... Yeah, it's just not... Good. It's, it's I li- great. <laughs> I like... I like like observational humor and like putting kind of like it's just like more of a deep thought almost into it like some people wouldn't think of it like the other day at some point in my life I'm gonna do like a stand up comedy thing at like an open mic Mm -hmm. for sure I have to do it because there's some stuff that I'm like this is funny I want to do this because like I can talk in a microphone pretty well I feel like yeah and There's some stuff that I think is funny, and I'm like, I could do this. It'd be fun. Five minutes, I can get up there and tell some jokes or just say some things that are funny. But the other week, <laughs> um, the other week I was at the Bottle Depot dropping off bottles, mm-hmm. and there was a couple things that I thought were funny there. It's like, what if, like, what if you go to the Bottle Depot and you got all these weird pops? Like, it's just like six bags of Grape Crush. What is that person like sorting the cans out, thinking of you? No, when you're, way. like when you're sorting out the like, what is this guy drinking all this grape crush for? It's like, what do you say? Like these aren't mine. I just collected them for <laughs> a thing and what? It, yeah, it's, I no, swear I, I don't. I don't drink, no, that's I don't not, drink. I don't drink eighteen that liters much. of grape crush. I don't drink grape crush that often, really. Whatever, and then. The 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 person that was, like, sorting my bottles out um, was giving me crap about not having labels on a few of them. And I know you're not you're not supposed to peel your labels off stuff, for mm-hmm. sure. But I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. If they throw them in the garbage, they'll throw them in the garbage. I don't think they'll say anything about it. So she goes through it, and she's like... <laughs> she's like, I can't... Uh... She's like, you, you next time, keep your labels on your bottles. Because I'll accept them this time, but next time I won't accept them. I'm like, okay, that's no. fair. She's like, because we don't know if they're not from here or something. I'm like, yeah, like I'm crossing state lines with these bottles. Yeah. To get my extra five cents a bottle or something. I was like, this is hilarious. Why? What are you, Vietnamese? Yeah, I don't know. It's just funny. Unless In Vancouver. Like, yeah, it was funny. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm trying to hustle the bottle depot for... An extra ten cents a bottle or something. I thought it was funny. But yeah, that's just wild. I think stuff like that's hilarious. Just like the just watching things around you and just finding the humor in it is fun. Mm-hmm. It makes me laugh. It's like, oh yeah, sweet. Why is that? Why is that one shoe on the side of the road there? What happened? You know, I think it is funny. It's wild. <laughs> there is comedy gigs around here. I went I to a Yuck Yucks show once. I gotta do it. One day. I went to a Yuck Yuck show in Montreal when I was 16. Oh, sick. Like, probably before I moved to Red Deer. Okay. And it was on, like, a trip. It was, like, a work trip for my mom and her boyfriend. 
Mm-hmm. Me and my brother got like our own, um, like, suite in the hotel. Oh, cool! Yeah, really cool. Yeah, I actually have a Vine video. Oh, rest in peace, Vine. Is it over? Yeah, it's pretty much dead. Oh, it's that's just sad. Like, it was like before. Before Instagram video came out, it was like six mm. second videos. Yeah, those vines were funny. But though. it was so good. I they was like, this funny. is the first yeah. moment in time when I get to watch Nigel Houston just in everyday life. Oh, dude. Instead of an edit. So gnarly. Speaking, yeah. yeah, like, it was just cool because these guys are just so talented and you finally get to see them um, disposably filming, which was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is more no, engaging. Like I feel like I'm actually out. there now. Mm. But Instagram, now we have a whole new level. Yeah. This would have been 2000 and. Early 2013. Okay. Even 2012. 2012 was fine. Yeah. It was like built and then like Instagram video came out in 2012. Oh, so basically rip fine. It came out in 2012 Instagram video? Vine did. Oh Vine. And then Instagram okay. video end of 2012 Instagram video came out because that's why Vine kind of died out. Yeah. Because they came out with 15 second clips. Ooh. Now it's a minute I think. Instagram? Yeah. But you can do Instagram TV and it can be like 20 minutes Yeah, long. that's ridiculous. I think it's weird. I don't know. So, man, I think Instagram might start monetizing Instagram TV so that people can get paid on IGTV. Because YouTube's kind of doing a poor job of paying their creators. But so if, I, if Instagram comes I don't, that's through... That's get. If Instagram comes through and is like, we're going to pay you more for your content... Yeah. Then YouTube's going to die. I hope something dies. Which would be insane. I'm so tired of stuff that would be great I mean yeah. it would be the best but Instagram would now but, be the, the the torch yeah keeper of like the but, whole yeah. getting paid for content situation Facebook has taken over the world though man they bought so much stuff they yeah, bought I don't know Facebook's kind of dead they in my bought, eyes but like they bought but they're killing it they, but they own Instagram oh Facebook does wow and they own WhatsApp it's yeah like WhatsApp's good damn I didn't know that and they were thinking yeah, you're about, teaching me something here. They were buying something else. Yeah, Facebook What's bought Instagram like two years ago. It's funny because Facebook mobile thing. makes more money than Facebook desktop. That makes sense, for sure. Because more and more people are just hella time. distracted by their phone. I hate myself. Which is great. It's just hilarious. Yeah. It just means like whoever's not distracted from their phone all the time will probably make more money. Probably. Because if Facebook can make so much money off distracted people then I wonder how many how how often the people at Facebook use their phones that's a good question right who knows they probably still they probably equally use their phones as much but because they're just like they're not the 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 CEOs of Facebook but you think the CEOs of Facebook are like really woke and they actually don't give a shit about Facebook well do you ever see that they just like to build it to distract the people who do use it yeah that's insane. That's you're, like pretty badass. Like, they're yeah. just like, yeah, we just make hell of profits. Have you ever seen that Mark Zuckerberg guy? Yeah, we just distract humankind and make yeah. profits. Yeah. But it's just funny though, because doesn't that mean like, the less distracted you are, the more reward you it's have? Definitely got to be. Better. At least for corporations. Yeah. Well, that's if like if you can do that, cool. Like, congratulations. Yeah. You just have to like strategize ways of, like mitigating your distraction. Mm-hmm. Then, then you can be like the CEO of Facebook. Yeah, or like maybe <laughs> you like, maybe you will make the next distraction yeah. for your it's like cell a tool, phone. Though, right? That's like, why coding is cool. Maybe mm-hmm. it's like a tool. Like Facebook is really yeah. It is. It is useful. It's useful in like, highest it's like value terms. 
Like, I listened to the Joe Rogan experience. On Facebook? No, just on podcasts. And he said, it's like, all that stuff is like a tool. Like, you can use a hammer yeah. for hammering nail in for what badge. it's purpose for, or you can hit yourself in the head with it. Like, it's still a hammer. Yeah. Like, it's still, it's still Facebook, it's still Instagram, and you can use that for good to, like, be productive, to, like, advertise, to, you know, do whatever. Yeah. Or you can be addicted to it and hit you yourself, hit yourself in the head. Yeah, which that's amazing. Which lots of people do. I think people are like really addicted to their cell phones for sure. Like yeah. it's it's I crazy, read this man. Cool like, book on uh, anybody who's listening to this, please read Digital Minimalism. Minimalism. Digital yeah. Minimalism. Very yeah. fascinating read. I bet. If, you, if you're overwhelmed by technology, read Digital Minimalism. Yeah. Then you might be able to strategize or consciously find ways of, mm-hmm. of like, occupying your time for highest value. Yeah. Problem. It's weird, like, right? Because it is kind of a huge force. And I'm still, I'm guilty of it, of course, because I'm part of this, I'm part of this, this, this world. Oh, 100%. but but yeah, I'm definitely I'm, a, I'm definitely aware of how I spend my time on it, because I realize that it's not stimulating myself. I'm all, I usually walk away from my phone, um, in a in a lesser state mm-hmm. than if I had not have picked it up. So with that being said, that awareness lets me lets me understand where I should put my time, mm-hmm. which is very useful for for my for my health. Yeah. For, like, the way my mind functions. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get into a depressive state because of my poor uh, intentions. And that's, like, why I recommend this book. That sounds like a cool book, man. It's really cool, Digital yeah. Minimal. And also tells you a lot about how the, how the, um, like that one. how the corporations um, intentionally exploit your uh, attention. Which is amazing. That cat is snoring. It's hilarious. Good cat. <laughs> it's crazy though, right? Because like people are addicted to cell phones for sure. Yeah. But it's like an addiction that doesn't do anything for you. And that's the problem, right? You're not rewarding yourself. And it's so it's crazy now. Like Instagram has taken away like the number of likes that you can see. Well, on a post. This is how I think about it. Well, they should. They do. They, so, like, they should take it away. Now. Because that's, that's you, the problem. You can see your likes, but other people can't see how oh. many times somebody liked your photo or video. Hmm. So that's new-ish, like, past, like, three months, maybe, that's changed. Hmm. So that's good. I feel like they're kind of, like, realizing that people have freaking problems with this cell phone business. Yeah, but they don't want that. They make money that way. Yeah, but you still, like, they still, like, track it all. Like, they still have, like, okay, this person has, like, yeah. 600 billion followers and blah, blah, blah. billion followers. But, like, how are those pretty people, good, eh? how are those people making money, though? Just ads, right? Just Sponsorships. Like, anyone who has a lot of followers is usually not making money off of Facebook, but making money off of people who are approaching that person, that figure, yeah, so that they can re- represent a product or a service to the mass of people mm. and they can get paid up to like 50 grand just for like one post that's pretty, pretty sure that makes no sense i'm pretty sure one post because like on youtube people will will fund youtubers like 40 to 60 grand a video 
to promote their product. Yeah. And a lot of the time, some YouTubers use that, that money to give it away. Yeah. Or like give away at least some of it and, yeah. as a means of, like, making cooler content. Like, yeah. dude gives away 20 grand to campus kids or something. Mm-hmm. Cool, that's views. Well, that's a tax And I'm, cut I'm still not even, like, sacrificing all the 40 grand. Yeah. So I'm still paying myself. But this sponsor just paid for my video. Or this sponsor just paid the kids on campus that promoted my video. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So it's not necessarily the the company, but sponsors who approach you. Yeah. Which is cool. But... Oh man, I was gonna get. I figured I was gonna get at after this. I take a sponsor. Yeah, I would. I've been offered a couple of little ads for the podcast, and it's yeah. Most of them are dumb though. It's like I don't want to say that it's mm-hmm. dumb. I wouldn't do that. So why would yeah. I say? Well, like if say if like coconut water, like I lo- would do that. What is it? Loco coconut water? Like yeah. Best. They have like the best like jelly. Like I don't know if you like. Jelly I do pulp. I do, but the best and hmm. And if, like, I think it's Roco or Loco Coconut Water. Okay. They yeah. sponsor you. I'd be That's stoked. That's immediate, yes. I'd, I'd be like, yo, guys. I'd be stoked. Let's coconut do it. Coconut Water. Yep. Is here to hydrate you. <laughs> totally. And it comes with the added jelly pebbles. Do you guys mess around for you with coconut water? To well, chew. you should. Yeah. <laughs> I totally would do that. You guys best see. believe this is going to serve your, your greatness. Yeah. Like, I always do a little thing for industry at the start. Um, Mm -hmm. I told, like, when I first started the podcast, like, I did, like, six of them. And then I texted Tim one day. I'm like, what if I did, like, an ad um, for industry? And if somebody comes in and mentions, like, the promo code, you can give them 10% off or whatever. Mm -hmm. That'd be good for you. And, like, you can give yeah. me, like, a shirt or something one day. I don't care. Yeah. I'm like, would, would, you be, would you be down with that? And he said, yes. So we did it, and he gave me, like, a bunch of stuff one day. He's like, yeah, man, sick. This is no cool. Way. Whatever. I don't think, he said, he's like, I don't think anybody actually came in and did the thing, but here you go. He should. Sick. So I just do it every time now, because yeah. it's awesome. I'm like, yeah, industry's the best. Help them out if anybody listens go to industry and buy some stuff yeah, blah heard blah, that, blah right definitely. yeah of course like they're the they're the coolest man they they do cool stuff but yeah i would do i do ads but it's, i'm gonna use that code you have to uh, code catchy you have to watch the podcast more frequently to kind of catch that intro yeah for sure and then you'll remember and not skip through it really yeah not skip through it quick well uh, yeah it's hard to skip through it because you don't know when it's gonna start I found out about some pretty cool stuff listening to ads on some of these, some of the podcasts I listen to. Oh, I found about like mushroom coffee. Yeah, oh, the lion's mane stuff. What's yeah. that stuff called? Like, I know what you're talking I about. No though. Yeah, it's called nine, nine, <sighs> seven, or like. But it's like lion's mane. It's basically just like a more Dude, digestible yeah. coffee. It, it doesn't stimulate your yeah. Doesn't it doesn't off put your stomach as much. We gotta look it up because like I know what you're talking about. Anyways, Ooh. yeah. 
I had this, um, on my plate, my house in Notre Dame, I had this brick wall that you could actually skate. It was on the, it was, it was a brick Four wall. Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic. That's Yes. It. Anyway. Jay Shetty. That's how I taught, learned it. Four Sigmatic. Lion's Mane Mushroom Coffee. I heard it's fantastic. Need some. Have you tried it? No. I heard it's amazing though, but it's like super expensive. But I would, I would look. But I don't they really know how much of how I think about it because it's like an instant coffee packet. Is it? Oh, you stir weird. it in your water, hmm. which seems to like not seem right. Which is weird. Yeah. I like just making coffee, coffee. But yeah, what I was gonna say was, I, on my house in Notre Dame, I had this brick wall. Yeah. That I would skate off of. And my neighbor, who I skated a bunch. Hit his head on it one day. Oh. Like, he tried to kick him down it, which is actually gnarly. Mm-hmm. And he landed primo and just smoked his head, Ooh. like, really bad. It was just actually gnarly. Dang. Like a coconut, just bam. Ooh. Hard crack, yeah. Yeah, so it didn't work out. <laughs> but yeah, it was just funny, because I had, like, weird spots around my house. Sick. Like, a little three-stair that went into, like, a hill. Or, like, it just went to the fence. Like, it was there was no rollaway. Okay, yeah. But I always, like, looked at it. I was like, oh, wish this was good. Yeah. I had a garage. My dad had a bunch of tools in there. I made, like, stencils and stuff. Sweet. To, like, spray paint on my grip. Yeah. Um, that was inspired by this contest, Take the Cake, in Niagara Falls that I went to. Oh, sick. There's, like, there's, like, a New York booth with, like, a stencil, and you spray paint on your board. Oh, cool. After that, I just, like, started doing stencils. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make the major own and yeah, whatever. It was awesome. Sick. And, yeah, I had, like, yeah, I just grew up, like, Snowboarding down the hill. Okay. I used to snowboard a lot when I was like younger. Nice. Go to like London, Ontario, which was like an hour drive. Okay. Boulder. That was yep. the only place you could snowboard. Hmm. I think I'd never skied before. My dad was just like, We're snowboarding. Oh, Go to the hill. Yeah. That's my brother awesome. started we did like lessons, I think. Okay. Do like the pendulum, like the no carve, but like the all heel slide pendulum. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Like, and then switch. Yeah, so I must have been like, and then switch. Yeah, it's weird. It must have been like six or seven. Okay. At the time when I picked up snowboarding. Oh wow, dang! You started mad early. But it was never practical because of how far the hill was. Yeah, it's nice. Like when I when I started snowboarding here, there's canyon, which is like fifteen minutes. That's why I was so high when I moved here. I was like, there's a snowboard, snowboard hill. hill. Yeah. Let's go, said. It's probably going to be sick this year, too, because they have all that winter game stuff still. Set. Yeah. Industry killed it. They really put them on the map, I think. Did they? I don't... Maybe not I on the map, but... Any. I wish I would have went... But, like, all the kids it, who do but... ride park give a shit more about Canyon. Oh, they should because now. Because of industry. It's probably... Ra- oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's some other kids up there. The last year I ro- rode, I was so disappointed in Canyon. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was bad. It's like... It's just, like, so easy. Everything oh, okay. was not realistic. Right. Yeah. Like, it was... It just wasn't realistic. Hmm. Like, the the boxes and rails were... Proceeding from the ground. The kicker. Oh, okay. You just ride on them. It's just not gnarly. There's no, like, cuts onto the side, onto, like... Just wasn't... You didn't have to pop on. Oh, okay. It was rare. Right. But yeah, I used to go there a lot. I used to go to Canyon a lot. Mm. One year in like 2014 um, maybe. 
Okay. Probably 2014. Calvin Coleman worked there. And he picked me up. He worked at 5. I got off school like 4. 3.40. Yep. Get picked up at 4. And we would... He would pick me up. He'd go to work. I would bring my stuff. And I'd ride till he was off work at like 9.30, Sick, yeah. Night ride. Or 9.30 because he closed at 9. Yep. But I would just jib the park all day. Oh, yeah. Until he got off work to drive me home. So I just spent like every day snowboarding with him. He was working though. Like, mm-hmm. he, cause, but he, he was Parker, so he could like watch me learn tricks and stuff. Oh, sick. But it was fun because I took skateboarding to snowboarding. And I never did park riding when I until I moved to Red Deer. Yeah. But I knew how to snowboard. So like all, the dudes at Canyon were like, holy shit, you've been snowboarding for only this winter? Like you got tricks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, it's like much easier to transition from skateboarding into snowboarding. It's just bigger and, and, like, gnarlier. Yeah, like rail tricks and stuff. Yeah. You have the rail balance. But I could never really do, like... I could do, like, a front 360, but I could never really back 360, 540. Anything yeah. past the 360 mark is just a big no on the, on the skater's list. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And then, um... But all the all the rails clips were really fun. Like, you do, like, 180-50s. Everything, but nose and tail presses were always really hard. Because you can't lock in, really. Yeah, it's But pretty... you can do, like, front blunt 270, back blunt 270, back lips, front mm-hmm. lips. Yeah. Those are all pretty easy. Yeah. But you also have to find your balance point to yeah. sit on rails longer yeah, versus yeah, yeah. skateboarding where it's, like... It's just quick. More like, direct. Bam, bam. Yeah. It's more understanding. Yeah. For me. For skaters. Yeah. But, yeah. It's fun. I was, like, doing the rails on the snowboard, too, for sure. It was fun. It is really good. It is good. It's just fun to like go hang out with the, go ride with a crew of people who aren't your your skater crew. Mm-hmm. You're just like mm, this is refreshing. Like different world, right? There's a whole different crew, but they're yeah. all they're all like super in it together. Yeah, it's still kind of the sameies. And it's a whole different feeling. Like snowboarding's really fun. Yeah, yeah. You're fast. You play. You play. Like you just bend your board. You can just toy with the snowboard more. If only it wasn't winter when you had to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> That's funny. Freaking winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Winter. Well, That's weird. we should talk about your skateboard contest win. Yeah? I think that was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely grateful for that. I think it's cool, like, you seem like the most level, mellow, like, unexcitable... <laughs> concentrated skate like just like whatever yeah it's crazy like your reaction when I like announced that you won was just like smiled a little bit and then got a check for two grand that's <laughs> so <laughs> like some people would have been freaking out I think it's sweet like yeah I think it's awesome what uh like so overall did you think the contest was super good? Like, you won, so it worked out good. Yeah, I thought it was actually really challenging. Yeah. It, you really had to stay on your feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, it got into the, we got into the heat, we did two heats, and then we got the finals. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, hmm, like, is it only one, one run? Yeah. For the finals? We did two for the finals. Yeah, which is actually really good. Yeah. Um... But I think at some point I was thinking to myself, like, damn, I have to skate more 
Like, right. Do this again? Like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I did the same run for runs, so much, right? and yeah. I was just like, damn. I really better not fall off. Like, yeah, I have to keep this moving. Like, I have to do the same run four times. Same and, like, run, do it not correct. fall off, and do so. And at, land like, everything. After the third time, you're it'd like, it'd be pretty hard. After the third time, you're just like all in your head. You're like, like, or you don't want to be all in your head. You're just yeah. You're just trying to think straight. And and. And not o- overthink your tricks, because you did them so much. Right. And I was in this position where. Even when uh, there was little spaces between runs, I just didn't want to skate. I was like, if I keep trying, if I keep trying the trick, yeah, not in my run, it I might, I might sacrifice the consistency. Sacrifice and make, right? So I was like more willing to just do it during the run yeah. instead of practice it away from the run. Yeah. It's like sometimes you do a trick so much that you just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's not what I wanted. Yeah, I wanted to like keep the the balance of of freshness so that I could land it. Yeah, but mainly for like the heel for front board, and uh, yeah, and like even like the tail two seventy, I can do that, but pretty good. I was still like, pretty consistent. I might overdo it. I might right. just nice too many of them and then suck. Yeah, <laughs> I want to go back live for this. It's all it's like one o'clock in the morning, but we can wrap it. I think soon. we should do. I think we should throw this on the live and talk about this. Oops. No. Go away. No. What is that? Back. Alright. Mm. Go live. But. Because I think this is valuable information. For your skateboard contest. <laughs> if anybody catches this, it'll be sick. Because like. Okay, hmm. so. I agree with that. Because. It makes, because like any contest I've ever been to, there's people like flying around in between everybody's run trying to stay warm, which I get, but if you're looking at it like athletically, which I think you almost have to, if you just keep walking or like, you know, stretch in between your runs, like do, do do just like some like light squats or something, your body will stay warm. Mm -hmm. But the mental game. I was just staying on my feet. Yeah. Like sometimes I would I would sit down to eat, but yeah, just trying to stay on my f- just stand, yeah, just to like make sure your legs. Because at, at the very beginning, at the very beginning, before I even did the first run, mm-hmm. my legs were kind of shaky. Oh, for sure. And I was like, damn, not this. Like this is not 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 this is not what I want. You get nervous. And I was like trying to like reroute my brain. Yeah, to, yeah. To like avoid that. Yeah. And I I later on did. Yeah. Just kind of got used to it. Just We're telling down the your brain. followers that you started a live video. Everybody's sleeping though. That's mm, why. Very likely. But whatever was thrown up there. Yeah. But like, were you? Are you? Are you nervous at that point? Like your first well, run comes up. The first one was kind of nervous. Yeah. But over time, just but just through like um, studying meditation, mm-hmm. I've like, read a lot of literature on like meditation. Yeah. Um, that that's like imprinted in my subconscious and I want to bring that to the contest. Yeah. Just to like create the most consistent see I can can provide for my thinking. Right. To give me a greater chance of doing well. Yeah. And not overthinking circumstances. Cuz what what's what's to overthink? You know, it's not as big as you think it is. Yeah. But that's in the sense of like a of like a world view. Yeah. In the sense of 
earthly beings. Gotcha. Because it's, it's kind of that's like, like the ex- like it's it is a big deal. Yeah, but it's not a big deal in terms of the circumstance of your life rolling out into the yeah. future of adulthood or something. I feel the same. Feels like so. Overall. It's like trying to tone it down a little bit. To yeah. Not, not just be so overwhelmed in the, in like this is my life. Yeah. Um. This is my future. Yeah, because it's like it's really you gotta exciting. tone it down so you can be prepared. Yeah, it's really exciting because you have a legitimate like chance. The, yeah, the more you think about it, I feel like the lesser mm-hmm. you have of, yeah of achieving it. Yeah, because you have like. Going into it, it's like there's a because lot. Because it's there's so performance based. Yeah, and there's a lot on the line. It's like, man, like, what did it cost to enter? Twenty bucks mm-hmm. to enter. So twenty bucks to enter, but you have a chance of winning two grand. So that's pretty like yeah. oh, okay. If I do good here, I could win two grand. What? Yeah. But. And then there's you know, there's Even probably like eighty people working. Or 80 people watching you do something, that's always a little bit nerve-wracking as I well. Yeah. I didn't really think much of that. That's sweet. That's the way to do it, man. You gotta just, like, pretend like there's nobody there. And that just I comes with I think it's more the people, the, more the skaters interpreting you. Yeah, yeah. Than the people interpreting you. Yeah. Who you want to, to, like, um, be well for, I guess, mm-hmm. first. Because mm-hmm. those are the dudes who are, who are in the industry actively they engaging know what's in the industry. Yeah, they know what's so up. So those sure. are the dudes you want to kind of be stoked. Have like a like a respectable yeah. outlook with. Yeah. Yeah, I know it's crazy. Because you wanna Because these are those are just sick. Yeah. <laughs> those are the dudes. Yeah. Who are who are up. Did so like overall you like the format of the contest contest you like mm-hmm. like yeah do you okay this was my thinking like before we i get yeah before we went into the contest what i wanted to do was whoever won i wanted to total up their scores for each run throughout the whole day and just like just do the numbers be like okay this run they got a 70 but the next run they got a 94 Mm-hmm. right and like and just go throughout the day and then like hey he was the most even though he had like one bad run or whatever like you had a 70 here we had a 90 here then you had an 80 then a 90 mm-hmm. so overall that's pretty consistent so do you think now this is this is for my own personal satisfaction because what we did was we rounded it down to like who had the one best run of the day is whoever won mm-hmm. which to me is kind of it works for sure and that's what we agreed upon at the start of that day. But like overall consistency, is it, does it make more sense to just go and like, okay, like, okay Liam got a 70, then a 76, then a 86, then a 96. So your points total mm-hmm. at the end of the day is whatever that is. So you win. Or is it just, is it just yeah. better to be like, hey, he landed everything his last run of the day, he wins. I would think it's just like the total of the finals. Yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah, yeah. Not the last round. But then to get into the finals, yeah. It's like the heat for qualifiers and then the finals for mm-hmm. run maybe. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to calculate. Yeah, I don't know how to how to even discuss no. describe that. Yeah, because if you were to add them all the... together, 
that would make sense. Yeah. But what if one run was just astronomically excellent, but the, the three runs prior were pretty subpar? Yeah. Like actually subpar than all the all the dudes all the dudes or girls riding. Mm-hmm. You'd have to be... Um, then it would come down a lot more, like... Because, like, that, like this guy just levels up, like, ten times above everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but his yeah. other runs are, yeah. like, 20s. Yeah. And you didn't really mix it up very much, right? Like, you did no. the same tricks. I just added nose round in the last one. Yeah. Just because I had him space. That's sweet. But I didn't mix it up because I just followed suit of how most contests are performed. Mm-hmm. Like, how guys do the same run all the time yeah but it also gives you the better chance of of scoring well because like you could you might just struggle with some other tricks that you didn't practice yeah yeah the cat is so funny I think it's awesome that you won, dude, though. Like, that was so great. Yeah. Like, it was. I'm so grateful for that. It does. It really does. It is rewarding. Oh, man. What I felt. Yeah. What I felt was, um, different, um, is what I would have, like, uh, $2,000 is extremely rewarding. Um. For, like, four hours of work. Yeah. Essentially. Um. But. Also, like... I do think... You can make $2,000 in a day. Just, oh, yeah. Just, it just... It's just not going to happen right now. Yeah, yeah. It's going to happen on you building some method of business, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, service mm-hmm. that allows that return. Yeah. So that's cool. I, 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 I see that. Um... As like something to strive to, but also, in um, so stoked you won. Oh yeah. In the sense of, there wasn't a trophy. I was like, I need, I want a physical. Oh, you didn't get a I want a physical, uh, reward for this. What about the big check? For this money. The big check. I thought that was really awesome. Yeah, the big check. I thought check. that was cool. super, super awesome because that's that's a first for me. Yeah, super sick. But in a tangible, like I think, money is. Is it's a very great tool. I mean, it's a good function. Yeah, you need money to live. But it's not. At least a it's not bit. necessarily. It's like it's not necessarily the. The long term satisfaction. Yeah. Like money, devalue like the emotion of money devalues mm-hmm. almost immediately. Mm-hmm. When right. You receive it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because you know it isn't consistent. Yeah, like it'd be you, nice to get that all the if time. If you if you if you look at money as as like a one hit wonder, you know it's gonna total slowly degrade over time. Yeah. But it's I think it'd be if you can consistently keep that reward. Yeah. It would be um you'd be more able to extend that mm-hmm. that um reward. Hiccups. You need a deeper, you need a but higher I, water I, level. I'm definitely grateful. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Oh, the cat is so funny. <laughs> so 
one of those. Well. <laughs> the, the, the water is so low down, she like presses her esophagus into the jar oh, and no way. chokes. And she's fat and funny. <laughs> That's amazing. <clears throat> Your reaction yeah. to winning the money was priceless too, dude. Like whoever, somebody well, filmed like uh, yeah. you because... Damn, After crazy. you announced he was like second. <laughs> I want to say this though. Is um is uh it, it may not I think I wasn't Oh, poor kitty. <laughs> I should stop her from She's okay. Here you go. Here. Suffering there. the Get it. esophagus. You can drink out of that now. Come on, drink. <laughs> but uh, I, I guess like money angled it. is like if you don't know what you have a purpose for spending money on. Yeah, it's not as special, right? Because you know, um, it it doesn't it serves the function. Yeah, but unless you have like an all time goal to spend something your money on. Yeah. Then it's not necessarily as special. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have my heart set on using money, right? Other than food and food, food and food, yeah. <laughs> some groceries, you know. What, it up. what did you spend Get your money on then so far? Because that was three, uh, two weeks ago. I now. spent, I spent it on food. Yeah, but mostly just like a subway. Sweet and. Some wings. Okay. And then two two excellent button-up t-shirts for $2 each. Oh, nice. I bought two. I went to Mission Thrift Store and got, like, the sickest button-up for $2. Sick. And then... Um, Is that good, kitty? And then I got... The next oh, day, right. I, I walked out with another one for $2. I actually got another book called... It was called... A, I bought a book for, like, $2. Yeah. It was like, it was four dollar like, T-shirt. It was a four dollar button up. So four eight for seventy percent off. It was like a dollar seventy five. Oh dang! I did that twice, so, and then I bought a book called uh, "A Youth Interviews Leading Visionaries." Oh, and it was just not. It was like published in ninety three, hmm. and I was so surprised at the that the level of like insight these interviews gave us. That's environmentally, yeah. um, spiritually. And, uh, yeah, it was really cool. Hmm. Sweet. It was a good book. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I spent my money on. So far. Yeah, I don't really, I don't need a car. Uh, I don't need new clothes that cost $60. Right. Because they all serve the same purpose. It's true. I don't need to flex on anybody with some jewelry. (laughs) I know, it would be funny. Point? You could spend two grand in like five seconds. It'd be so easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. The, thing, the only thing I could see myself buying next would be like some Tupperware. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tupperware is handy. Some Tupperware for the... For the... For the leftover food. For the food prepping. Yeah. So That's my grocery smart. list can serve me for four days in a row without having to hit the pot that's the way to do it dude that's the way to do it yeah it's so awesome it's so rewarding yeah 
to be able to grab your go in your fridge and grab a meal a pre-made out, meal and just like boom and not have to I'm spend out. an hour in the yeah, kitchen I would do 5,000 for every day yeah. that's sweet that's what I that's how I do it that's good man that's so awesome yeah I was pumped that you won I was like yes so sweet mm. number one it was really like fun little, like I felt really good it was a good time like overall I, 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 I'm I'm trying to sneak as many maneuvers in between Oh, dude, I was just having so much fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just felt like I was having a good old surf day Mm -hmm. on the waves, kind of. Yeah, it was was sick, man. Oh, did we die? Hmm. Well, I'm dead. I don't know what it said. I don't know. It's all good. Yeah, we did, though. That was pretty sweet. Good old Facebook or Instagram live video. Woo, woo. Well, I was definitely grateful these nachos. Yeah, love nachos. Sick man. Well, I'm glad you. Yeah, I'm glad you won. I'm mm-hmm. glad that. From here on out, it's all recipe focus. <laughs> yeah. Sick. I'm gonna make nachos uh, this week. How did your date go with this girl? Um. Oh, <laughs> it wasn't really a date. It was just oh, okay. we're just. Um, I've known her for a few months. Oh, nice. Uh, it was just a trip to to get nachos. Sweet. It was like what ten thirty. 11 o'clock quick nacho spontaneity she loves you <laughs> for sure well, for sure man to go up 10 30 night no just this is standard procedure here oh i don't know about that get some nachos She's it's all good <laughs> um so i went to get nachos walked there walked back but it's also i wouldn't say i wouldn't say i wouldn't say that it's just a pleasure to be outdoors. Oh, yeah. Go for a walk and For that, sure. Yeah. It's a damn pleasure. The yeah. simplicity stimulation that the cute a walk girl, gives you. Better. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that was, that's awesome. But, no, like, the thing is, is, like, I'm always criticizing um, restaurant foods. Oh, yeah. And even at Denny's, like, mm. Denny's isn't really, it's like the... It's like Denny's is pretty subpar foods. Oh yeah, like you can make that in your kitchen times yes. ten much better. Yeah, get the right spices in there. You're proceed. You're oh, superseding yeah. Denny's for sure. And their their beef like on the nachos was like kind of wet. It wasn't really like yeah. Wholesome this is beef. Uh, grass fed. It was like it was like, is it? Oh beef. my god! Yeah, it's amazing. I buy good. I didn't stuff. know that you buy you buy the best. Damn, grass fed from a man. from a dude who's just it's like. Amazing. 10 minutes east of Red Deer. Yeah. That's so, so awesome. It's legit. I'm so glad to hear that. Yeah, it's legit. Don't that's mess my, around too that's much. The only t- that's the only beef I'm buying. If I buy beef. It's the only way to do it, man. It's getting grass-fed. Yeah. But. I did a podcast with the guy. I'm making my like homemade nachos. Not, no, no more buying out. Yeah. That's the way to do it. Homemade nachos, you get to customize yeah. to your heart's content. Oh, yeah. That's the problem with buying out foods is you can't really customize to your heart's content. You get what you get. Yeah, you can throw some stuff. I want to manipulate go, my food but... to the highest, the highest degree. Yeah. And yeah, then, you and can mess enjoy it. Yeah, I did a podcast. But it's also you. like good lessons because every time you make yourself food, it's now ingrained in your brain for future reference. Mm-hmm. And the more you do that, the more references you have for when you are on your own and you need to eat so you don't starve. Mm-hmm. And I've starved. 
So have you? That's the last thing I want. <laughs> I want to be prepared. Yeah. From here on out. To uh, eat correctly and consistently, because there's nothing worse than get it, allowing your your mind to get ahead of you of your eating habits. Because if you're not eating consistently, yeah, you can dig. You can get yourself into a little hole like a, of paranoia, like anxiety is just not a good place. Yeah, and like say like you could even add smoking weed in in the mix of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of empty stomach. Oh man, and sugar, yeah. bet. Like yeah. Empty stomach, sugar, weed. Mm-hmm. Paranoia, anxiety, negative, like depression. Um, yeah. And I felt that, and that's why I kind of stray away from that, that ever happening again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I also aim towards eating like correct meals consistently. Yeah. Because I've been there. I don't want to be there. Mm-hmm. So moving forward, you know, like, I don't want to cause suffering for myself oh, by, yeah. by, like, something Easy that is too. completely has a solution. Yeah. If it's, if it's, if it's, you know, it's pretty, that, that's pretty intentional. Like, that's almost intentional suffering, but it's not because of, because of your, 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 your awareness of foods and how to eat and like, like I was 18 at the time. I was 18 in Vancouver. Yeah. Still kind of not chefing. Yeah. Not, not fully taught in that area. Yeah. And I was just kind of making ends meet. Yeah. And so all these little decisions had a huge impact on me. But now I have like solutions for them. So yeah. when, I, when I do go back, when I do live my on my own, I'm prepared. Yeah. To like sustain my, my peace of mind. It takes a while to get all that figured out. Yeah. Cause it's I had to do it at an early age though too. Like, yeah, I had for to, sure. When I moved to Alberta with my dad's 16, he doesn't really cook. My mom's the chef. My mom's like ultra chef, Italiano. Nice. Oh, sweet. Killing it in the kitchen always. She doesn't live by the kitchen. The kitchen doesn't determine her. Yeah. Yes, she's Italian. But she's <laughs> awesome. capable and talented at like uh marathons. Oh, triathlons. Uh you know, workouts, etc. Sweet. Where is she she's, she's in Ontario? Yeah. Too? yeah. Okay. So she's just an excellent chef. Huh. She's not a chef, but But she can do it. Just up. come on, like Italian it family, up. it's inevitable. Yeah, yeah it makes sense, yeah. Um And yeah, so I forget what I was getting at. That's just one of Being the healthy. influences. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. So she dad. wasn't there anymore. Yeah. When I was sixteen, she wasn't there anymore. Yeah. And I had I I just had like the fondest memories. It was just her eating good was in my imagination at sixteen. I had to fend oh, for sweet. myself at that point. Yeah. Eating good was never in the oh, in the tough. picture. It was always in imagination. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh yeah, mom, I love your food. It's good. Yeah. But yeah, my dad could cook like one meal. Right. Yeah. And it was like once a week. (laughs) And so I just have to like fork it out, like eat eggs in the morning, like get home, like try and make a quick like sandwich. Yeah. Like a simple ass like meat, bread, cheese sandwich. Yeah. Like not even really sufficient. And like that might have been a huge reason why I wasn't always engaged as much as I could have been in high school, like the, the years here. 
was it because totally I wasn't sense. didn't have the right eating habits. Absolutely, my mother wasn't. I can do it necessarily there to assist me in like these lessons. Mm-hmm. My dad wasn't assisting me in these lessons. I was just pure like going for it. Like yeah, I, yeah. I must make this. Yeah, and so I had the at that time I could make like chicken enchiladas like um um what is it omelets yeah. Uh, you can do like stir fries here and there. Not really. I wasn't doing stir right. fries then. I wasn't even making rice then. Hmm. I do like tomato sauce and crackers. Okay. Or like chicken corn chowder in the can. Yeah, Just simple yeah. shit like that. Just easy. Yeah. And um. Wham bam. But boom, eighteen years and was in Vancouver, and I was bringing new habits. Like I was making like nice egg sandwiches with avocado. Oh, oh yeah. I was getting more in the mix, but it still wasn't on the consistent level. Yeah. And then I think 19, I moved into the Mount Pleasant house. And I lived with this one, like, 28-year-old. 30 now. Mm-hmm. I was 19. Mm-hmm. But he was making, like, he was on, like, a fit, like, pescatarian diet. But he just made immense, like, Buddha bowls, like, power bowls. Like, oh, right, Like, yeah. it was quite vegetarian, but he'd add fish in there and, like, seeds, oils. Yeah, yeah. Avocado. Yeah. Um, like, spices, like, cilantro. But it was pasta base, lentils with curry. Mm. Um, like you can put green olives in there, or whatever. Broccoli, red cabbage, tomato, avocado, pumpkin seeds, sunflower seeds. Yeah. And then just like even salmon, whatever, just mix it up and just eat it straight out of the bowl. And so that was one method that, that sounds I, good, man. That's one method that I learned that was really powerful. Yeah. And I take it to this day. And so over time, the recipe started kind of gaining traction mm-hmm. so now i'm sufficient enough to kind of have multiple choices for to sustain myself that's my other cat Ooh. do you follow that neem so it's nice neem it's, it's, it helps the brain it helps you oh, be yeah. more uh engaged in your life be more present with yeah with, i totally uh, agree peace. man having like, a good diet like eating good is allows you to be a little more peaceful yeah and ready, prepared for uh, the challenges. We were talking about that this which, evening. Which is, which is like, definitely vital in my life. Yeah. That uh, makes a difference. I, do- I totally agree. Like, eating, like, good quality stuff over garbage mm-hmm. is, like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's hard for me to even, like, glance at fast food very frequently. Oh, I love, love McDonald's. Yeah. But I have to. I, <laughs> I make sure I don't out. go there. But I love it. It's so good. <laughs> it's it's alright. No, it's not good. Like it really it's is just. So like, it's it's really but it's just like good. I don't know. Yeah, it's different. It's I, just because the beef is like so mushy. It's not even. You already know to begin with. It's not even good. It's so weird. Because it's like soft. Like, yeah. This isn't right. Yeah. So then that's like one point. You're like, damn. I think like but having, also I guess like that balance is important. I guess a huge key is I like vegetables a lot more. Right. Than I do like I like no, I like the way the vegetables like crunch in your mouth. Mm. The way they're chewy. Mm-hmm. They're like the 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 the, the um textures are all different. They all have their own like attitude. Whereas yeah. whereas meat is like chewy. Right. Soft, yeah. chewy, and you're like, oh, it's this is much more predictable. It's less of like a party. Yeah. So that's why I derive a lot of pleasure in the veggies. 
This cat's so cool. He's a sweetie cat. Doesn't even care. He's just oh, a nice man. He is nice. Poor girl. No, that's that's Cubby. He's a guy. <laughs> he is a funny cat. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> oh, that's I like nice. how they're actually nice and they don't they're not shy. Oh, they're the best. It's <laughs> funny. He's but, so yeah. friendly, the neighbors like he looks the neighbors have a cat that's all black. Yeah. He's got like a little tiny white tip on the end of his tail there, if you see that. Mm-hmm. And he he like has went like into their house and like went in like went inside and like sat on the couch and they thought that he was their really? other cat. Yeah. No way. Till they see that little little white end. <laughs> <sighs> Makes me so it's sad. Amazing. We gotta so we're gonna move to Sylvan. Yep. And we're staying at Barbie's mom's house. Okay. Just to like save some money and do whatever, but she doesn't like the cat. Yeah. We can't take them. Really? Yeah. It's really bumming me out. So we're, my mom's going to take them, though, which is cool. For the period of time you're there? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's funny, because I'm moving out of Lower Fairview and into Mountview. That'll be tight. If that's correct, by East 40th, like, behind. Yeah, that's where Joel lives. Or, like, like, sorry, Joel and Joel and Tyler. Pretty close Wheeler. to that, yeah. Yeah, all those dudes live up there. That's yeah. wild. And the cats are not allowed to be in upstairs anymore. So they're going to be like basement cats. That's what I tried to get. Like, because my dad's like, if we're moving, no cat hair. <sighs> and like, my dad's not like that big of a fan. They're not even that big. Like, I don't, like, there's no cat. You've I cat get cat hair in my now. food sometimes. It's crazy. Yeah, it happens. Like cutting on the cutting board. She but usually, more... but now the more you do, the more you like cook with and get food, like, yeah. Little hair in your food, you're like, bless you, care. I don't really care. Like, it's like they're stuck cleaner in your animals. Like, are they? The big, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They're not clean. Well, Yogi. not really, because they, they like sit in their. The big one litter, sheds quite they, like, a bit. sit in their little, little box and just. They don't use sit in their paws. They're, 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 yeah, yeah, that's kind of funky, but whatever. I don't just know. gnarly. Nobody's ever gotten sick. No, in exactly. this house yet, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. But they're, when you watch them, you're a little bit more, like, skeptical of, like, the creatures. Yeah. Especially if they, like, go in your room. Cats. He's a beauty. He'll, he might, like, lay down on your legs. Lay hey. on mine. Come over here. It's like, who is this person grabbing me? All right. What time is it? What, um, when you were in van, what skate shops did you get, like... An offer from. Well, kind of. Th- um, originally, I was skating with uh, Austin Gino. Um, who else? And I think he put a word in for me to Sid from Menu Skate Shop. Okay. And they they uh, go in there a lot to say what's up. I worked in the area at the time. Yeah. At a grocery store called Nestor's Market. And they wanted to put me on, but I didn't have any footage at the time. I wanted to film and like earn the spot, but then I just okay, kind of, yeah. I, then I just kind of like slowly rolled away from it, just because I felt like it what wouldn't have been like the most suitable place for me. Yeah. Um, but I think because I was a little like, I felt like more quirky, 
mm-hmm. than, right. than the, the squad there. Yeah. But those dudes are so badass. Like, yeah, they're really talented at what they do. Hmm. And they have a lot of cool visions. But, yeah, uh, yeah it just doesn't definitely didn't feel prepared at the time. And it would have been a really rewarding place because they could have helped me out with, uh, like, shoes. They could have put me on All to some stuff. other crews. Yeah. But... Yeah, I just wasn't really all in. Hmm. So, yeah, I just don't got the plug right now. Fair enough, man. But, um, You seem like you'd suit, like, an antisocial... Yeah. ...bad shop. But, yeah, the more I think about it, the less I worry about it. Yeah. In the sense of, like, I'm prepared for what's, what's moving ahead. Yeah. I'm prepared to make myself prepared... To deserve what I deserve. Mm-hmm. It'd be sweet if instead of like, like wanting what I yeah. don't deserve, yeah. or like wanting what I'm not prepared for. Yeah. Like I must prepare for what I think I deserve. Yeah. And like yeah, like yeah. So just building myself up to earn what I would like to see in my life. For sure, man. If I want shoes, I go buy them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need them. I don't need to be sponsored. I'll go buy them because I earned earned them. I earned the state of mind. Well, you earned them through your state. Where I don't question right. my purchases. Yeah. As, as strongly. And yeah. that's kind of like a, a that'd be that'd be awesome. So you yeah, earned them through not, your skateboarding though, like not getting that yeah. opportunity is also a the same gift. The same thing applies to like you won the contest because of the years of yeah. practice you put in. And yeah. your talent, right? Like, it's like, it all came together in that, mm-hmm. you know, four or five hours of skateboarding, the years of practice, right? And then you got, you know, you got some money for your efforts at the end of it. You got some money, bam. Yeah. But, I don't know. I always thought Definitely it'd be cool grateful. to, like, get shoes from somebody and be, like, kind of sponsored or whatever. Yeah, just it is really just cool. get flow. Yeah, it'd be sick. I wanted to be on Vans. Oh, that'd be the best. I worked for them. But oh, really? I, I, I worked for them, but I suggest being sponsored and not being a sales associate. Oh, okay. Big, 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 big difference. Yeah, I bet. The sales associate team ha- totally oblivious to skateboarding. Mm. It's the rare associate who is aware. Still, oh, still, really? still a cool so environment. But it's like the it's like the West Fernand the Zoomies kind of vibe. Right. It's, it's just like bad. these it's people like... are hiring individuals to be good at sales. Yeah, yeah. To be good at selling the lifestyle product. Right. Not to care about skateboarding. But then again, usually the, in the case, skateboarders are terrible employees, <laughs> including me. Yeah. I worked there and I probably got written up um, putting myself on blast more than three times. <laughs> and they kept keeping me because oh, I knew good. I was. I was totally knowledgeable. People like to hear. I could describe a shoe top from bottom, any shoe, and really put the lowdown on there. Yeah. Kind of get the customer totally aware of what they're they're purchasing. Yeah. But it yeah. That it's makes just a like difference. I, I didn't Some want to need that for oh, sure. But then again, it's a job. I want to get shoes and skateboard. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I like. That. Yeah, I didn't work enough to even buy myself shoes. 
Nice. So I worked at Vans and didn't even buy myself Vans. It was like once really. every two months I'd like buy a pair of shoes. Yeah, yeah. And even that was like pushing it. Hmm. We get like we got like did like a Nintendo Vans collab, which was really cool. Really? And shoe? even Star Wars collab. Oh yeah, yeah I've but, seen uh, those, yeah. But yeah, I couldn't even buy any. It was just like yeah. <laughs> the this sad. this promotions will pass. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm not on the bandwagon. Yeah. No, not that. I did get, free, I did get free shoes from Met Menu at once. Got, like, Authentics from them. Oh, sick. I even got, like, a board. I did some contests at Plaza. I did, like, a contest at Plaza that was really fun. Okay. Got a board there. And it was actually so funny because this con is called... It was a Plaza Invitational in 2016. And... So I think... Spencer Hamilton was, like, giving out Strathcona beer because they sponsor two skaters. And, okay, yeah. And there was a hub session. I was skating the hub. I was, like, getting a lot of tricks, like, 180, 180, um, 5-0, to regular. Oh, sick. And then I did, like, 180-50-50, nose around 180, switch 50, like, st- things like that. Yeah. And then... I did get a board passed to me. And then I started drinking, like, from the keg. Like, yeah. I got, I got like, two beers yeah. from uh, Spencer Hamilton. And I was wearing a BSC shirt at the time. So he's like, yo, Jay Bridges, because that shop's from close to Ottawa. Bellville. Okay, yeah. He knows Jay Bridges. Oh, sick. He's like, I, shout out the t-shirt. Nice. And, um, because BSC Skate Shop is their skate shop Jonah Melnick rides for, which is, yeah, which is Belleville. Where my mother, my mom lives. Okay. That's why I associate and know them. No BSC shop. Yeah. From that Ontario transition. And. And so yeah, but then I started drinking. Like I was like, oh, I got a board already. I'm good. I don't need to skate anymore. Right. And so I started drinking some beer, and like I'm a lightweight when it comes to beer. Yeah. So boom, like buzzing off the beer, <laughs> and then now they're like all oh, the young bucks like seven stair session now or whatever oh no way and I was like oh man damn like, I'm, yeah. I'm pretty lifted yeah but I was like I'm going <laughs> and so so yeah it somehow worked and I got like a bunch of tricks down the seven stair oh, and sick. Rail. I did like I didn't even heal from Boro on the seven rail nice. yeah, it's like a tall rail yeah did, like back side heel flip fakie front one back one regular heel flip and this is all like kind of faded little toxic yeah 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 on the Strathconas but hmm. but it all worked out I was just like so motivated and amped by the atmosphere that 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 alternate site couldn't even affect me crazy yeah. little liquid courage kind of thing it's weird I'm like, I've never yeah I can't I, even I've skate never done like it. that yeah I've never done it either but it worked so I can't good. do it it's just yeah. like amped and I, I wasn't drunk it was just like losing yeah that's what lots of people say. They just like drink beer to get loose. I was a little looser, yeah, but it wasn't yeah. in like it wasn't like a a strategic perk. It was definitely not the most effective. Yeah. For preparing. It was really fun though. I don't really get too wound up when it comes to anything like that anyway, so I don't think a drinking mm-hmm. a beer would help me. But No. It can if there's lots of people watching, obviously, because you're like, oh, gosh, hmm. there's so many people checking me out right now. Maybe. Yeah. It's scary. 
I think any substance. But it all, yeah. I want to be. I want to remove substance from my life. And just be like super juiced on living. Yeah. Sub. Not not to be like not to be like I'm sober. Yeah. But to uh, just be able to. Not impulsively. Strive for a substance. Yeah. Just in the sense of uh, detachment. Yeah. And like a, a meditation perspective. Be able to, like your substance abuse is, is silence. Mm. You are, you are getting high. Yeah. Off of sitting silently. Mm. And, and like, different thing for and sure. like, and yeah. like using your, your subconscious right. as a method of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. But then again, there's always a play, there's always a time and place for those entertainment usages. Yeah. It's always a good time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, more and more I find that, uh, cannabis kind of makes me paranoid and anxious and yeah. kind of holds me up. It, it, it's just like not good so mm-hmm. so like what's the point there but, but I'd never I don't drink I like drink like once a week if right. so if that right yeah, yeah. Like I don't buy beer I'll, yeah only time I really drink it is if there's a purpose so to things. to like have it yeah on you it's right. never at my house okay. only if there's a purpose because of social outing yeah so that's not even on the list mm-hmm. so I'm pretty yeah, I'm pretty out there. I'm yeah, pretty close, like... but vaping is also vaping is probably my main vice, like that, that uh, nootropic called nicotine. Right. Uh, it's not at least it's not in its. I guess. Combust combustive point. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's still not really what I want. For. Uh, a meditation. Yeah. Like, I want to be, I don't want to be, I want to be detached from all these substances. Right. And be very intentional about them so that I'm in command. Could you just quit it cold turkey, you think? Could you just, like, I'm done? Yeah, I'm going to do that. It'd be tough if you work. It's, it's, I'm going to do my best. It'd probably be hard, I guess, though, if you work at a babe shop. Oh, and... yeah. And. But that's the thing. I totally, uh. I'm for vaping. To quit smoking. But then you should quit vaping well, eventually too. Yes, right? yes. Um and no. Because right. I also think it's a good way to if you roll a lot of joints, so to speak. Okay. You smoke you're so used to smoking joints. My in my 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 uh experience. Right. That's a that's like a common habit. And in order to quit like inhaling anything to begin with Mm-hmm. That's a good means of kind of stopping, like, because that's a, that's a yeah, that's yeah. a psychological transition, whereas vaping is not a psychological transition. Like, marijuana right. marijuana alters your psych in a smoking fashion, but vaping is a smoking fashion that does not alter your psych. So you can use vaping as a method of quitting weed. Mm-hmm. If you're accustomed to do habitually doing oh, it every okay. day, right? Hmm. Because you do, you will get addicted to the habit. Oh yeah, just the act of like but, grabbing the thing. 
Yeah, so it's just... Yeah. Um, basically, I'm trying to be a Buddha. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just want to hold a, a, a discipline in that essence. Yeah, man. I don't yeah. want to be a Buddha. I just want to hold that empowerment of discipline. Just to not have that to rely I'm so, on That anything. I'm so fascinated by. Yeah. And that's why I speak on this. Hmm. Because essentially just to... Uh, Stabilize your emotional imbalances. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like being um, impulsive, or uh, you know, is is not like focused. Yeah. Or I'm just stressing too hard, and I need to relax <laughs> and not not think too hard about about performance. I'm trying too hard. Yeah, it's something, right? Like, but it's I don't know what what's something to be said. You try too hard. You don't try too hard. I think it's. Good I mean, to try it's always really it's always at something you're passionate. Either about, way, sure. either way, you're going to have to strive. So, pick, pick the yin yang. Yeah. You know, what do you what do you seek? The yin or the yang. Choose it. So it's not even a matter of judgment. Right. It's just, what's your personality, I find. Hmm. Yeah, the the main thing that kept me from doing, like, any sort of substances, like, back mm-hmm. in the day, was just my want to go skateboard the next mm-hmm. day, during the day. Because, like, I, if it was, like, Friday night, lots of people would go and party or smoke weed or do whatever. And I didn't want to do it. Yeah. Because I'm like, well, I want to skate That's Saturday, right? Like, I wanted to skate, so, like, I just didn't... I didn't do it. I didn't, I never... <laughs> That's so funny that you say that, yeah. actually. It's true. But in my sense, it's... I want to be able to read a book tomorrow. Oh, sick, yeah. I don't want to be faded and not be able to... Yeah. To sit down and look at words. Right. Because these words are going to make me nauseous if I... Oh, cr- yeah. You know? And that's that's how I'd look at it. Yeah, I don't know. I just I want to like, be able to entertain myself via ink on paper, mm-hmm. and not be like nauseous because yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I always just look past like. But it's the because that makes like, me feel good. Yeah, that's kind of you know. I was just that's like past that's that that's kind of like going skateboarding is mm-hmm. is like using your imagination. Yeah. I want to, I want my imagination to function. Yeah. Yeah, I always, I try to, like, look past the immediate, like, okay, I want to do this right now, mm-hmm. but tomorrow I want to do this, like, all day, so if I shouldn't do this now, because I won't be able to do it hmm. tomorrow if I do it now. Hey, cat. Yeah, man. Thanks for the beer. That's yeah, like bro. Very great. Yeah. Cheers. Little paps take free socks. Ooh. I like them, they're nice socks, actually, too. Oh, hello, hello, kitty. Well, what else you got? Anything else you want to talk about? Call it a night. I'm actually very uncertain, however, okay. I think I'm, I'm quite satisfied. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely satisfied. Well, we can listen to it later and do it again some other days. No, yeah. no limits, man. Make time. I had a good discussion. 
Yeah. Well, there's probably lots more we could talk about. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Lots more. Like, I like... Because, like, I don't... Like, I never really knew much about you. And, like, from what I... Anybody who I talk to about Liam is like, man, he seems like such a deep thinker. And you are. Think about a lot of stuff. And you're really conscious, too, about, like... Like, I'm glad that you're, like, concerned about, like, what your diet is and, like, that you read books and, like, you try to, like, mm-hmm. you're, like, you have, like, a holistic approach to kind of life and just, like, doing what you do. It's cool. Yeah. It's good. I think it's Thank good. You. I think you got to, like, you're, you're on the right track to, like, doing some stuff for I sure. I think I'd like to consider it in terms of, um, I believe I think this way because of suffering. Yeah. Because of negativity, mm-hmm. of loss, mm-hmm. uh, grief. Yeah. And those things um, hurt. Yeah. So o- over time, it's either you are cons- you become those griefs, you become those negative. Uh, thinking habits or you kind of try to use them in some means of of direction or what you should do to avoid feeling that way again mm-hmm. and yeah I'd, I'd say if that's the case I am a deep thinker then it all derives from uh, discomfort and how to kind of deal with it mm-hmm. yeah if, you, if you've been through it and you've you've experienced it in yeah. life you do what you can do so to make sure it doesn't happen yeah again how, how can you cope more effectively so that when you have to cope you're not even really trying yeah yeah like it becomes so second nature I mean but that's the thing every every suffering Every loss is a different battle. But, yeah, like, I don't know. How can you find comfort in yourself? How can you accept yourself? Mm-hmm. And that's very important. Mm-hmm. Because then you can't do what you deserve in, uh, in, this, in this life. And that's what I find important. Sweet. <laughs> well, that's good, man. Sounds super groovy. One day we should have a big talk about uh, spirituality and religion and stuff like that. We too. could. That'd be cool. Yeah. We can get into that. Yeah. Well, it's my bedtime, basically. <laughs> Is it? Alright, we'll save that for next time. Alright. I'm sleepy too. We'll do it though, for sure. We'll have a, a good old fashioned talk. Alright, cat, you're gonna have to get off my legs now. Okay, man, well, sweet. Thanks for doing this. Thanks no for problem. Coming over, Thanks, hanging out. Yeah. Okay, sweet. Oh, kitty. Sorry, kitty. <laughs> Alright. That's it. Thank you, industry. Thank you, Kitch Skateboards. Woo! Thank you, my loved friends, my loved family. Thank you, Lucas. Yeah, man. Shout out. Cheers. Woo.
Thanks for tuning into the podcast, everybody. We did it. Thanks again to my special guest, Liam Dawson, for hanging out with me, having a chat, and uh, enjoying a couple beers, and doing the little Instagram live thing. That was kind of fun. Maybe do that again next time. We'll see how she goes. But yeah, thanks for listening, everybody, and definitely check out our sponsors That Prairie Gold Pastured Meats one, I just want to quickly talk about again, super quick. If you're at all curious, I recommend that you go to the website. There is so much info on here. I could read a whole bunch of stuff because there's a lot of info. But if you're curious at all about um, what it is, how it works, all the science and all the everything that goes into it it's all on that website so you should go there and check it out and of course industry skate and snow that's pretty self-explanatory if you skateboard or snowboard get after it thanks again and we will talk to you all next time bye bye